All right, bro. I know you've seen the Joker. Yes. I've seen the Joker. Twice. We've been holding it off because Way we, wanted, too long. we wanted everybody to see it, digest it, and see it. Yeah, and then the sizzle. We see all the commotion. I want, I want to talk about Joker. Oh, we're going to talk about it. Let's talk about it then. All right. What's up, everybody? Hey, hey, hey. All right. I know you guys missed us. It's been a long while. Whoa. I know. But we're back. We're here. Mm-hmm. We didn't go anywhere. We were right. just a hiatus. Hiatus, and then I got reminded I'm paying for this. <laughs> just kidding. But uh, yeah. So what's we going have, on? We have a lot to unpack today. A lot. I want to unpack a lot. You know, there's lots that we want to talk about, a lot of things. But first things first, fortunately, we, we lost another awesome talent oh, yeah. recently. John Witherspoon passed away. Mm-hmm. For those of you who are like, who the fuck is that? Craig's Craig daddy. From Friday. Friday. Yes. You know, which, you know, it sucks. You know, he's a great actor. You know, his, he was a great comedian. You know, the world is less funnier without him. But, mm-hmm. you know, sucks, happens, but whatever. But uh, with that, what do you think is going to happen? Because they they did announce they were going to do uh, more Boondocks. Yeah. And, and they're he, doing another Friday movie. So now with John Witherspoon out of the picture... Do you think they're going to continue with both projects? What are your thoughts on that? For Friday, I can see a, a, a easy fix for this. Like the movie can open up with Craig's dad's funeral. Yeah. You know, the, that, the movie can open up there. That way they can get that out of the way. Instead of trying to, you know, beat around the bush or whatever. And just, obviously, there's going to be a bunch of rewrites if Ice Cube... Yeah, they could probably use that in like to change the story and make yeah. it more meaningful. And then, uh, in, in case, you know, Ice Cube already had a certain, you know, script ready, you know, for Craig's dad, Willie they Jones, if they, they're going to have to obviously get rid of it because they can't use it. And then yeah. I don't think they want to recast or do like they're a body not, double yeah, or something. Not no. Or anything like that. So, that's, for me, that's what I would do in Ice Cube shoes. As far as the Boondocks... I really wouldn't know how the direction would go now because Grandpa is a huge part He's like of the a show. Central character, yeah, yeah. Him and the two kids are like pretty much the main characters, and I don't because they could easily recast the voice, you know. Yeah. But his voice is just a little it's too iconic. Way and, too iconic. Unless they get a hell of a voice actor or or get a really good voice replacement, but I really don't see that happening. For so, Boondocks, yeah. is more tricky for me to try and. I think like, for that, I really don't guess know what, what direction do. they're gonna keep going. Either they're gonna try to write it into the show how he's not there or they're just gonna not do it all together mm, but they would have to you know because they're still little because they never really actually grow throughout the show the kids yeah. and they're like what 8 and 10 or t- 10 and 12 something like that something like that and so you know, and he's know like pretty much the father figure yeah they never actually mention the kids real parents either well, what if they write it in and the real parents come back because he died well, I could see that wow That'd be interesting that to would see. Be interesting. Hmm. Okay. But we'll see how it goes. Yeah, so yeah. hopefully it turns out great. So as far as for news, uh, something I want to talk about. This one caught me like way off track. I was like, what? Uh, what was you know it was Daniel Kaluuya, right? Daniel Kaluuya? Played uh, the black guy from Get Out. He was in Black oh, Panther. Oh, he was the main character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's partnered up with Mattel and they're making a Barney movie. Barney the Friendly Dinosaur. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, when I read that, I was like, what? Is he going to be in it, or just help, he's helped making it? They don't, there's no details about it. They just say that he, he's 
him and Mattel partnered up and they're making a movie. <laughs> of Barney. Well, I guess it's a kid movie. But uh, that's crazy. But how could you turn that? You remember Barney growing up. How I remember him turn, and his friends, yeah. How can you turn that into a movie? Unless they just take the concept of the show and just make it into a full-length movie, which I don't see how that would be any success. First of all, who the hell watches Barney in this day and age? In yeah, 2019, I, I think, I who watches Barney? One. I didn't know it's still going. Now, I tried to show it to my kids, and they fucking hated it. They, the for them, it was the most boring shit they'd ever seen. To me, it was like... Kind of hurt my feelings, because I used to watch that growing up. I know, me too. Every morning, it was oh, like, oh, that. That was or, A1 When I got home from house. school, boom. You know, Barney was on. Yeah, Barney was huge in my time. My little songs. brother had a Barney doll for, like, a long time. Still remember the songs? Yes, I'm not going <laughs> to sing it right now, because I could probably do the whole song right now. It would be hard to get you to stop, huh? Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, so like, right now. <laughs> so I, I, I can't wait to, to, not to say I can't wait, it's just that I want to know more. Like, what the fuck are they going to do? I really want to know. I'm just into, intrigued now. You think they're going to be like, get out, Barney? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that'd be kind of interesting idea. Though. It would be. But a horror movie version of Barney? I think it's going to be like a genuine kids movie. Oh, yeah, but um, I think what they will do is probably like a, I'm trying to think like a, Sort of like a kid's imagination bringing a doll to life kind of thing. That'd be kind of cool. And then I just hope Daniel Kaluuya is not the one playing Barney. Maybe he's like the dad or I think something. He's the original voice. He's still alive, right? I have no idea. I think he gets somebody. But for Barney, not like they can tweak anybody's mm-hmm. voices, make it sound that way, you know? Mm-hmm. Imagine if they get Seth Rogen to do the voice. Oh my <laughs> god. That'd be so bad. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, what if they get Gilbert Gottfried? That would be the best, actually. <laughs> I would definitely watch that. So, um, Just imagine that, though. All right, kids! Right? Like, screaming Barney. Oh, my God. I can't do his voice right now, but... Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that was some of the strangest news I heard, you know, like... That Barney? is kind of, like, out of nowhere. Yeah, Barney. Strange. Not um, as crazy as freaking Chris Rock doing the next Saw movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Coming out next year, right? I totally forgot about that. Is he... He's the one, like... I think he's writing Direct, it. Writing it? Yeah. Damn. Has he done any good writing projects to, you know, to be like, okay, I can't wait to see it or... Everybody hates Chris. Oh, yeah, that's right. He wrote that. That's yeah. it. But that, that was easy for him because that's just his life. But he still got to write it. True. <laughs> but still, like, it, but him, horror... Chris, I know. So. Chris, Chris Rock and horror or Chris Rock and what was that? Was that what's that? Um, there's a specific genre these movies are called... Um, Torture porn? Is that that's what it's called? Torture that's porn? That's what I call it. Oh, well, or torture, whatever. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's a specific word around those lines. Or like a... Ex, gore? Ex, gore, exposition, something like that. Glorified gore, something like that. But like, still, Chris Rock is the last person that would come to my exactly, head as far as like, like, writers. Yeah. No, I'm, like, in my head, I'm thinking like freaking... Uh, what are they going to do? I yeah, think, but... I don't know. It's not going to be a reboot. I think it still takes place in the same universe. Just as, like, like... As the same... As the, like, in the same... As the main movie. It's not a continuity. It can't be a continuity. I don't think so, but it's going to take take place in the timeline. Like, it's not going to mess with That's all That's going to be weird because the way it ended the last one was kind of garbage. I liked it. Shut up. It's... After they killed the fucking original old guy off, like it kind of. This last one that came out was like a prequel. Still. It was cool. Still, it's just they just wanted to make the Saw title relevant again by bringing back the old guy. Oh, it's a prequel. It was an interesting take on it. No, because after they killed him off in what part three, it kind of went downhill from there. True. And I only 
to be honest with you, the only reason I kept watching it just to see how creative they got with the deaths. Exactly. You That's know, kind of you know what kind of reminded me of like a sort of a I'm watching freaking live action fatalities come to life. You oh know, that's God. how I used to, I kind of yeah. watch it. And I think for me, quick question. What? What was the most creative death you saw in these Saw movies? Oh, man. I think that's a podcast on its own. Yeah. That's like a good segment. That's like seven movies we got to break down. See, we missed our chance. That could have been a perfect like Halloween podcast. Yeah. Fuck. That's but still. Fun. For me. Give me podcast. <laughs> you know, in honor of Thanksgiving, right? we're going to talk about gore. Let's slice our ham. Let's slice into this next topic. <laughs> But uh, I think for me, the, just the one I can think of off the, off the top of my head is just just because Chester Bennington was in it. Yeah. You know, that one whole killing session was like, oh my God. what, three, four people died in one segment? But every time he yelled, he, like, he was singing. So I didn't Doesn't matter. I don't care. It was still cool. It was uh, Chester bloody. when he yelled. Yeah. It was still bloody, gory. I, I was brutal on how his I back, love, right? How I love my brutal movies. Hell yeah. yeah. Moving on. But still, Chris Rock, though? We'll see how it is. I gotta see a trailer. I don't know. But I love these movies to death, though. Unless, you know, Chris Rock is one of those, like, like act, he's obviously a big-time comedian. He's known for his comedy, but, like, low-key, he's, he's always been, like, his favorite thing has always been gore, but he's just never been able to express it until now. Maybe. It's 2019. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be, like, what, 2021? It comes out next year, I think. No? Is it even in production? I don't know. I think they, I think they just it was announced just because he finished writing it. I think he was still looking for all the other stuff, you know, the the uh, budgeting and directing and They never said stuff. if um, Tobin Bell's going to be in it. Who? Tobin Bell, the voice. or Jake Oh, Bell. the the old guy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They have to. I'm not, like, if he's going to make a Saw movie, like you have to bring the old guy back. If you look at all uh, the numbers, it, the ones that are doing the most successful is him being in it. And I just looked up some news right now, trying to find out the release date. But uh, I just read right now Samuel L. Jackson joined the movie. Okay, uh, just because Samuel Jackson's in it, I'll watch it. I'll watch anything he's in. And I'm reading right now it uh, the movie has wrapped production in August. No shit. So I think it's coming okay. out next year. So yeah, probably, probably yeah. Like look at late next. Scrolling down, it says movie gets summer 2020 release. Interesting. So we'll probably get a trailer like at the end of this year, maybe beginning of next year, something around there. You know, to be, start We're building like in January or something. Start building the anticipation for it. You know, yeah. maybe should re- they should release like a poster at least. Something. You know? I think we'll get something soon. Yeah. Interesting. Chris Rock, huh? Chris Rock. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Oh, oh man, how did I totally <clears throat> forget this? Yeah, Chris Rock wrote it, but freaking Darian Lynn Bosom Bosom. I can't say his name. I'm saying it wrong. But he's directing it. He directed Saw two and three, and four. Okay. I, I, and I'm, Repo the Genetic Opera. Okay. That's the reason right. why I, I want to see it too. Now that's, that changes the game a that little bit. That changes the game and I can't believe I two forgot and three, that. Saw 2 and 3 were good. They're, they were like the best ones. And Repo the Genetic Opera, that thing was awesome. You know? That's all. Okay. Alright. I'll accept it. Ah, oh, what was the circus one? The Devil's Carnival? Have you seen that one? I, I didn't finish seeing it. I only saw part of it. I didn't get a chance to finish it. I haven't seen the sequel. I heard it. I heard mixed reviews was like a mixed bag for people for who were fans of the original one. You know, yeah, I saw it was like it. a mixed bag, but we'll see. But yeah, the fact that you said that, I was like, all right. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot okay. that. Okay, okay, I, I, I'm on board now. Now, see, that's I'm what a I little mean. bit on board now. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, okay, they're gonna do all the other stuff, and Chris Rock's just writing it. So mm-hmm. it's Chris Rock's story, but they're gonna display it. So mm, all right, we'll see. Yeah. So 
how how traumatized are you still with Game of Thrones? <laughs> with Game of Thrones finale. Oh, um, still traumatized. Still traumatized. I'm pretty sure we're not the only ones. It's one of those things that's like, Game of oh, Thrones. Yeah. I, I think that's how it's going to be from now on. Anybody brings up just the, the word Game of Thrones, everybody's going to be like, ugh. Right. Well, so, just the last season. Yeah, the last season, but mainly also the last episode. Just the way they ended it. Like, it could have been a shitty season. season. But if they would have given us a badass ending, we could have forgiven the rest. They just, just yeah, they couldn't. Went, it, they couldn't do it with those. They episodes. opened strong, but just went way downhill. Yeah, into after, a fucking ditch and yeah, burned. Yeah, after the fight at um, Winterfell, right? Because even that wasn't that great. No, it wasn't. To be honest, you know, it was like they were like blowing it up, like oh, it's gonna be the greatest fight ever. Is the it took longest, us forever. the longest fucking you know fight scene. Um, sequence ever because mm-hmm. even longer than any Lord of the Rings yeah. how dare you compare that piece of shit to the masterpiece of Lord of the Rings because Lord of the Rings you can't know yeah but uh it was just really bad so what what were, what are your thoughts that they cancelled the sequel like the full on prequel that they were doing I'm kind of sad because yeah. like what the fuck I really wanted to know what happened they, with the already, like, in production and stuff right they only did the pilot Oh, okay. Well, yeah. They well, still in production. It. I'm pretty sure they spent money on this fucking pilot. Well, they they probably... No. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. It's still, I still find it weird how they handle TV shows. You know, they spend money on a pilot. Because money mm-hmm. on, you know, acting, production, sets, building, props, yeah. all this stuff. And a show like Game of Thrones has been known since the beginning. They spend money per episode. But I think the executives are traumatized of what happened. Because True. this was like their baby. This was like the reason why they're like, we're flying on this. So, by them canceling, by after watching the pilot, how bad must have that have been? It probably was okay, but they were just like, I don't know. They were just questioning everything, most mm. likely. But they had like a big star like Naomi Watson. Yeah, like, and they had a solid, on. like, a solid story. story and what they, they were going to go through. for. This was a, during, this one. During was this, the long night. It was during the long night, right? Yeah. Okay. I was just trying to because I remember they I had like announced the it. it was like, they were like announcing the whole fucking like a bunch of like prequels what they're gonna do and spinoffs and shit. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure which one was this one. So it was the mm-hmm. long night. Okay, but still, but it fucking it, sucks. It would have been interesting, but no more than I think not even two days passed and they announced a different spinoff they were gonna go forward with. The House, the of, House of Dragon, Dragon. yeah. Which is a Targaryen when they first started. the origins of the Targaryens when they first took over Valeria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they started and how they became to be, so yeah. I mean, that means we're gonna get a lot of CGI dragons. Yeah, we better get them. Better, so because if and then that George, was like that's the main thing. Did you hear that George R. R. Martin said that he's not gonna touch writing that for that show? He's gonna focus on the book because <laughs> people are like, well, are you should write... have fucking done. Yeah, because people are like, beginning. are you gonna be writing for the show? He's like, no, I'm gonna focus on the book. No, what? Why the fuck didn't you since the beginning? He should have like. I think he should like hurry he up. He should have stepped like, away from the TV show entirely since the beginning. Like he should have just been a consultant. Exactly. And that's it. But not as a like a writer and like what production or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck he did. And uh, and then even that just I makes me a little mad at George R. R. Martin because he let that sh- garbage continue. Yeah. He should have fucking put his foot down. Like hey nah nah you guys fucked up a little bit. All he right. should have bring him back a little bit. You're doing too much. He should have done something. Yeah, and then, then up, uh, but the writers left to do the Star Wars movies, right? Yeah, and they already confirmed they're not gonna do it anymore. Yeah, because they're so busy with their Netflix deal. What the fuck are they gonna do on Netflix? I think they have like a, I think it was a nine movie deal with Netflix, including shows. But yeah, 
their credibility went out the door with that garbage they gave us. Yeah. I'm pretty. I'm surprised there anybody wants to work with them now. Mm-hmm. You know, like and they even you fucked it. up. You know, you know, we're still mad at you. So get the fuck out of here. But yeah, I know. Well, they were like the main writers throughout the entire Game of Thrones, right? But they had like books to adapt. Yeah. So they just had to so, translate the screen. What? I, just stay away from fantasies. Thing I would tell them. Yeah, I don't know. I just. I don't know. I don't want to write them off. Like, don't ever work again. Well, yeah, but I would still be pissed. Be like, listen, motherfuckers. Yeah, they left to go do Star Wars. And they Netflix not better keep Star an eye on them, like a big eye on them, for sure. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what they end up doing, because it better be good, because they left two things unfinished. Mm. Oh, and guess what their Star Wars movies were going to be about? What? The origin of the Jedi Order. Really? Yep. Man... I would have loved to see that. Yeah, me too. That would have been pretty sick. Ninety one. Mm. But still, my biggest wish, what I would love, what what I would love to see adapted to the big screen, mm. just because I love, just the the lore, the what's the word I'm looking for, just the history of it, the old republic. Yeah. How amazing would that be? You know. What but if, like uh, Ryan Johnson does that because he has a trilogy coming out with Star Wars. He still said he's doing. Hmm. But. Ryan Johnson, though? I know his credibility went out the slower like, with The Last Jedi, but yeah. they said he's still working on that trilogy. Ah. Yeah, people are still pissed about that. They're still pretty pissed. Yeah, it know? just kind of like divided everybody. And because even even though we know for a fact J.J. Abrams is a fucking genius, and he might save Star Wars with the, what, Rise of Skywalker, right? Yeah, but there's too many potholes <clears throat> like one movie can't fill. J.J. Abrams might work some magic. You never know. He'll answer a lot of them, but I'm, you know, he can't answer He all did of them. really good with The Last Jedi. Was it Destiny? The Last Jedi? No, I'm sorry, The Force Awakens. I know, my I love bad, that movie. My bad. Sorry, J.J. With The Force Awakens. Oh, he got did... an email. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that the FBI? Oh, shit. That's uh, J.J. No. himself. He's like, he's like cut the shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, with Force Awakens, you it was like fucking... Force choke out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, oh, bro. I can't breathe. I can't do nothing. Um, but yeah, what he did with The Force Awakens was brilliant. And then how he handled fucking Star Trek. I, well, the first two. The third one it kind of fell a little bit off the rails. Well, he didn't okay. do it. I know. That's why. That's why it, it fell off the rails. All I remember didn't do is uh, freaking um, Kirk on a motorcycle. <laughs> That's the reason why I'm it fell like, off the rails. Because J.J. Star didn't movie, do it. Right? <laughs> you know, what he did with the first two Star Treks were amazing. And like I said, he was a genius. Who I really, really enjoyed, you know, bringing back you know, Star Wars, you know, we all wanted uh, more Star Wars, and he brought it back, and he gave us something we wanted, delivered, it was great, mm-hmm. but then, you know, Rise of uh, the Last Jedi happened, and yeah, this. but I think he might be able to, you know, give us something truly redeeming with the Rise of Skywalker. Hopefully, because a lot of people are still 50-50 with the Emperor bringing back, you know, I thought people would be like, oh, cool, the Emperor is back, but Watch. I bet you it's going to be something freaking awesome. You think so? You think I think so. You think he's back back? I don't think it's, he's back back. There's going to be an explanation to it. And it's going to be something that we're, we're going to be like, okay, I like that. That's okay. Because if they bring him back, that's kind of just like a, oh, you know what? Maybe we should bring back something from the past to kind of ease everybody up, you know, stuff like that. No, that'd be, that'd be just way too cheap, way too lazy to bring back somebody or some, you know, as the, like the Emperor. I'm like, he's dead. We saw Darth Vader freaking throw him down that hole. Let let him be dead. That's it. You know, like if they were to bring somebody back, they should have brought Vader back somehow. Yeah. You know, something like a mechanized Vader. You think or Anakin's something. gonna be in it? 
Force Ghost? Yeah. There's a speculation that it might. But that would be dope. I think they're going to show a lot of them. They're going to be multiple Force Ghosts in one scene. I yeah. know it. The only way I would forgive Ryan Johnson if he were to make a, a Star Wars trilogy or whatever if he adapts The Force Awakens. I mean, no, sorry, The Force Awakens. Sorry. Ugh, the Force, Force Unleashed. Or something similar, his own story of like yeah, another but like Jedi. Force and Leech style, that type of storyline like that. That guerrilla filmmaking and shit. Fuck yeah. Something like that. I, w- I would forgive him and be like, alright, thank you, Ryan. You're, you're cool again. Mm-hmm, you're cool again. But no. I kind of want to see that movie Knives Out. It looks pretty good too. What? The Ryan Johnson movie? The Who Done It movie? The Who mystery one? Oh, that's right. That one looks good. See, that's how much I don't like him. I don't, I don't care about his work. What? <laughs> I'm still pissed about The Last Jedi, okay? True. I'm still pissed. I'm, I'm pretty pissed about, sure. I'm just pissed about all three of these movies. I'm not the only one, okay, that will agree with me on that. I'm still pissed. And no. He's not in my cool guy crew right now. Yeah. So, but we'll see. What do you think about, because I, I think there's like, I don't know if it's true or not. I think it was a rumor that I read that Han Solo may be a Force Ghost too. I hope not. J.J. Abrams would not yeah. allow that. I, uh, no. I think J.J. Abrams would be like, Disney, calm the fuck down. I'm right. not putting that in my fucking movie. Get out of here with that shit. Exactly. No. Because, like, first of all, Han Solo has zero to do with the fucking Force. So why the fuck would he be a Force ghost? And do you think um, in the Kenobi series, do you think Gwygon will be back as a Force ghost or just a voice? I, I can see him being back as a, as a Force ghost. That would be pretty dope, actually. Because I remember... See Liam like, Neeson back again? Oh, yeah, that'd be sick. cool. But like, I remember reading that like when he died, he was never really... Like, he never learned how to be a Force Ghost yet. That's why you only hear him. If uh, what? Hey, I'll take what I can get. My voice or apparition or Obi smoking a fat joint and yeah. he hallucinates him? Yeah, do you remember the one. scene where in, uh, in episode two where um, Anakin's killing the Sand People? Yeah. You hear Gwygon in the background yelling at him? Oh, I gotta rewatch it now. See, now you make yeah, me rewatch you, it. You hear him. And that's you know him what? I'm actually to going to rewatch him. I was already planning on watching it with my son. I'm rewatching him right now. If we started last weekend, we're watching every movie. So if we watch a movie every episode every weekend, mm-hmm. it lines up with the movie's release. Oh, well, I'm gonna do that then. So yeah, this weekend I'm watching episode two. Oh, oh sorry, I already missed an episode. Fuck. Mm-hmm. So I gotta watch two next weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll do that. Well, then. this weekend. I mean. Oh, you no, know tomorrow. Yeah, like right now. <laughs> I'll pause oh, right now. I'll pause right, it. I'll, pause, I'll, pause the I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> we'll finish the podcast in a minute. I'm going to go watch Star Wars. But yeah. But if you watch it, that's how it lines up. Oh, okay. And you hear Qui-Gon in the background? Yeah. You hear him just go, Anakin, Anakin. They're trying to calm him down, but he's killing these... He's the killing people. Yeah. But I don't blame him. Fuck, they killed his mom. Mm-hmm. So, but you hear Qui-Gon... I should be like, yeah, kill those motherfuckers. But Qui-Gon's trying to calm him down. No, fuck, why? Fuck no. They killed your mom, man. Just, yeah. You never forgive anybody that's for that. That's why there was like that speculation that like Qui-Gon never learned to be a full force ghost because his training wasn't done. So, since you brought up the Obi-Wan TV show, I'm actually looking forward to it. It's going to be so good. For one, because we get Ewan McGregor back. Yeah. You know, he was awesome, Obi-Wan. And uh, in an interview, he finally revealed, because he's able to talk about it now. Mm-hmm. He, he's been yeah, knowing <laughs> about this series for four years. I heard about that. For the last four years. But he's just been lying about it for the last four years. He that says makes that. sense, though. Just imagine that. Like uh, He's a big actor. And I'm pretty sure that's one of his most iconic roles that he's ever done in probably in his entire career. That Probably the most talked about uh, role of his career. Yeah. Fucking and that's not Obi-Wan. originally his role, but people love him <clears throat> in that role. Yeah. 
you know, he was he was he was he was actually pretty good in uh, the Phantom Menace. Then in uh, was it Attack of the Clones, right? Mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones, he was good as you no know, as Anakin's mentor and all that stuff. And then just a badass role what he did in uh, Episode Three. What's it called? The Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was that awesome. That fight with him and Anakin. Yeah. Oof. Oh, that was good. And it would McGregor. He's always been a really good actor. And his fight with Grievous. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So. His, him coming back to the Star Wars franchise is like a gift to all of us mm-hmm. fans, you know. So and then he 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 did that for four years. He finally gets to tell people. He yeah. finally gets to say he's been knowing about this for four years. And it was originally going to be the movie, but they said that for some reason that the Disney Plus came out, they decided to do a show. We could tell a better story that way. Yeah, and then I'm glad they did. We went that route. Yeah, six one-hour episodes. Yes. Oh hell yes. You think they're gonna recreate his uh, fight with Darth Maul? Ooh, maybe even like in flashbacks and stuff. Maybe they'll probably just use nah. I would say it would be just clips from the movie, but that would just be super yeah. cheap. Probably they would recreate it, but it'll be like a blurry vision or something. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be cool. Ooh, what if they would? I think it'll be too much, but if they would tie the the what's it called the the Clone Wars. Uh, um, universe with that Obi-Wan series because yeah. I know uh, Obi-Wan's presence in the Clone Wars is pretty strong it's huge and so because he falls in love yeah see so I'm like I'd be pretty, what if they mention her that'd be kind of cool if they kind of tied it in somehow because <clears throat> the Clone Wars takes place what before Revenge of the Sith right yeah and then after the because the originally is originally if the series was going to continue normally it mm-hmm. would have ended like right before the order was given Ah. So that's how it was going to line up for okay. the third movie. But then they got canceled and they were like super close, but they never did it. Mm. So now the next, the last Clone Wars season is coming out next year. So um, have you heard any details about the Obi-Wan TV show? It's, I, I want to say six years after episode three. And he's still like, I think Obi-Wan uh, McGregor said that it's like his mental state is like he's still traumatized. Yeah, it's uh, the PTSD. Yeah. He's suffering PTSD from the Order 66 because he, he believes... Uh, um, well, he saw a video of Anakin doing what he was doing. Yeah, so he believes that the Order uh, the blame of the Order of Order 66 falls on the Jedi and because he's pretty much the last one. So he's uh, taking all that like, in. All on, all on him, on his shoulders. And so it will focus a lot on that, which is freaking awesome. And uh, it is set. It's set a few years after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. So like probably maybe two, three, something like that. Was like three? And then Ewan McGregor, you know, the way how he ended, or the timeline how it ended in Revenge of the Sith, to you know a few years now, Ewan McGregor's age will actually play a positive way because he's older in reality. So him playing like a, I think he he would be like more like a Qui Gon now, more like a Qui Gon general. Like as far as the his presence, but then obviously we, with the yeah, all that other we see Obi Wan, but he's just like a little slower, a little yeah. Slower. So in in like Ewan McGregor's actual age would take a good play into it. So. Yeah, and Ewan McGregor himself, you know, obviously you know wrinkly, older stuff like that. That would play onto like you know and PTSD Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. It's gonna be good. I'm just ah, I just yeah. Hopefully they can recreate the mall fight. Cause that'd be really cool. You know, staying on track with Star Wars. How awesome this freaking The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is going to be something else, dude. Oh, I'm not God. ready for it, dude. It's going to be so great. Jesus. the That last trailer they just showed, man. I, that, I, I don't know how many times I rewinded 
mm-hmm. just one clip of that of that because it just looks so badass to me. When whoever the freaking old guy he's talking to is like, I heard you're the best. Oh, and, uh, um, Warner Herzog. He's a director. I heard you're the best in all the parts. This is that yeah. too. And him just walking out of the room, just like doing like some martial arts thing and shooting dudes in the legs and just beating them up just by looking. Short. He wasn't even looking at them. It's just like kind of like martial arts yeah. style. Oh, I thought that looked so badass. I'm like, I just love his look too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he obviously he's a uh, freaking Mandalorian, but yeah. just like in a really badass way. Yeah. All. Oh, he's not going to? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I really love that. That he's not. You know, but I know it's Pedro Pascal behind yeah. the helmet, but, you know, Pedro Pascal, to me, he's, like, on another level as far as, like, current actors, because he was great as the Viper on Game oh, of Thrones. Like, yeah, he was great. And then he was great as the officer, oh, I forgot, officer something, but on the show Narcos, you ever watch that? I haven't yet. Oh, bro. Just the first three seasons. Three seasons? Two. The first two seasons. Oh, the best. That's the best. This is the... <laughs> And he plays like he's one of like the main police officers uh, going after Pablo Escobar in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was great in it. Oh, okay. fuck it, dude. I'll definitely check it out. Um, but yeah, so him when he was you know announced that he was gonna play the Mandalorian, are they gonna actually show his real name or are you just gonna refer to him as the Mandalorian? Just the Mandalorian. Ah, oh, that, that I love that because it adds a level of mystery yeah. to the character, and you're like, who are you? Right. It's show like, yourself. Oh, What's your name? Great. You know. Oh. And then be, that uh, that that shot that just looks so cool. Him walking away. And you see all the carbonite bodies. Yeah. Oh, that is so sick. So we'll that, see. Oh, I hope they release like a playset or something, like a collectible of him with all his carbonite collection. Like a little just diorama. Yeah. That would be pretty Ooh. dope. I can see that like, like exclusive at like, Comic Con. And I just, I love the freaking helmet. It's the. It's shiny. It looks, it's, it's like off. shiny, like metal. And it's just like without the little antenna that. Oh. Yeah. The only thing that kind of irks <clears throat> me, that robot, the IG robot that's with them. Mm-hmm. They said he's gonna have like a like little, a YTT. Yeah, he's gonna have like a like a like a naive personality. Like he he knows what he's doing, but he doesn't really know what he's doing. That's kind of cool. It's kind of cool, but like we saw that in Rogue One. We saw that you know it's like I don't know. I don't know. I think it'll be cool. And then Taika Waititi. Like, yeah, it's gonna be on. funny, but it's like I don't know. He he's Probably gonna be done it before. He's gonna could be a comic relief. It could be like you know? Korg, but in a robot form. I don't care. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to everything on yeah. this show, bro. I think it's just, I'm looking forward to that everything, but I don't know. That's like the only thing that irks me. Question: Do yes. you know what is Carl Weathers' role in it? He's the one that gives him bounties. Ah, oh, so he's okay. the one. He goes to him. He's like, like the you got a main job for bounty me? Yeah. guy. Did he get a job for me? Yeah, here. Oh, okay. Cause I love Carl Weathers. He's awesome. And then um, the guy from Breaking Bad, who plays an Imperial officer. What guy from Breaking Bad? The main villain. He owned the 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 chicken shop. Oh yeah 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 yeah. He um, played an imperial officer in the something show. Something Esposito. But yes. Yeah. What about? Him? Um, they told me they told more about his storyline that he's trying to like grab any kind of power that's left after the empire fell. Oh, so this takes place after the empire. Oh. So it's like the empire controlled this region, so he controlled the troops at the time. Yeah. He's still trying to maintain that. Hmm. Another shot I love is uh. All the sticks with the stormtrooper helmets. Yes, that's ah. sick. It's gonna be good. Like the, the um, uh, it's gonna be a a great show aesthetically mm-hmm. and a great show story wise. Yeah, I and I heard really... rumor like uh, a story that I was I was reading about it that the first episode is gonna drop some major bombshells about the Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. So I wonder what they're gonna drop. Like, what's going on? Is, is Gina Carano gonna play like a love interest or just like another bounty hunter partner? Another bounty hunter partner, but maybe. Hmm. 
Because I heard season two already started filming, right? They're per- yeah, yeah. They started. It's already they're already underway with season two. Like, season one's not even out yet, and they're like, "Oh, go ahead, start part two. Right? Oh, can't wait. Uh, it's gonna be so good. sick. But um, Mandalorian. I got some news. What do you think about Jurassic Park coming back? Finally, we That's finally got some news about Jurassic Park three. I'm excited because you get Doctor Grant back. Um, I forgot whatever the chick's Laura name Dern? is. Laura, yeah. After the Last Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> we got Jeff Blue. That's what she back. really did when she uh when she did that little. She's I gotta go back. See, that was actually <laughs> probably one of my favorite things that I actually liked about the Last Jedi. That, that scene was great. Just that shot. So that'll be just the noise it made. How is it? I like how, the, the the how it was quiet. Yes. And I, I, I pictured myself. I think it would be awesome. Just that shot of you know her going through. Just like imagine a screenshot of that as a poster. That'd be so sick. Mm-hmm. But uh. That's or just what, a moving wallpaper. Ooh, but that that that's what she did though. You know, she went, she did that. She she traveled through time, went back to the past. Right, she had her. They they revealed that Universal let us told us the truth. That's what they actually did. Right. That's what she went back to Jurassic Park. <laughs> and Sam Neill's coming back too. I'm surprised he's coming back. Yeah, Doctor Grant. Yeah, and uh, was there any con- con- confirmation on uh, what's his face? Uh, why can't I think of his name? Um. Uh, Grandmaster from Thor Ragnarok, what's his name? Guy with the glasses. Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't think of his name. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. You didn't know Jeff Goldblum's <laughs> I, name? I had spaced out. Oh I had a brain my fart. God. Okay. He was in the next person I was going to say anyway. But yeah, he's coming back. Ooh. Okay. Like, everyone's coming back, but um, we don't know. Because like, uh, Chris Pratt and the other chick, um, Bryce Dallas Howard, is coming back too. Uh-huh. So they're all going to be, I don't know if they're going to be helping each other out or. <clears throat> so. What's what your predictions on what the movie's like going to be about? Like Jurassic, Park game. Game. <laughs> Jurassic Park Endgame with all the characters. <laughs> and all the dinosaurs that got out, they're just like fighting. <laughs> <laughs> You're going back. On your left, there's blue coming. <laughs> oh shit, on your left. <laughs> and you see blue. Right? <laughs> oh, God. oh, Jeff Goldblum's daughter. <laughs> oh, man. But it's supposed to, it's coming out uh, June 11, 2021. Oh, so pretty soon. Two years. Still, well, they, they it's going to be one year. We got like the new ride address uh, Universal Studios. Yeah, I got on it. it How was awesome. that? It was actually pretty awesome. The they like give it a huge facelift, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much almost the same. But they you know they upgraded all the animatronics. Yeah, and they added to like. You remember being on the Jurassic Park yeah. ride? Yeah, the, the, the big dinosaur at the end, the T Rex. You see the freaking the Velociraptors escaped and whatnot. Yeah. So you still have that, but. At the same time, they added the Indominus Rex in there, too. Oh, shit. And at the very end, before the drive, you know, you see the T-Rex? Yeah. And this time, is the Indominus Rex coming at you from the side, and then, boom, the fucking T-Rex comes in front. Oh, it's the same T-Rex? Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, dope. You can tell they repainted it and shit, and it's, like, super upgraded. And they made the drop steeper. Really? Yeah. Oh, So it's like, boom. Yeah. That's dope. And then... I'm excited to go back. When you first start, instead of, like, open, you go through, like, a tunnel... But the tunnel's supposed to represent like a glass wall, mm-hmm. and then you see that giant water uh, creature that eats the shark in Jurassic World. Remember? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like that thing, and it does like a movement, and they actually throw water on top of you. You get fully soaked on this right now. They throw like off the top, so it makes it seem like like a it's like a three D screen, and it makes it seem like that thing's swimming at you, and it dives last minute, and it like causes a wave. And from the top part, oh, they probably have like hoses or whatever, and, and they wet you. Fully soaked. So it feels like, like immersed. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's fucking dope. Yeah, and it's cool. 
It's really good. It's really good. Okay. Pretty but yeah, I'm excited to find it. It's like, it's like, there was a minute there, I'm like, what happened to these movies? I wanted another one. Because the last one was pretty good, too. And they kind of left it a sort of a cliffhanger. You know, yeah, because with Fallen Kingdom, all those like, black market guys took some dinosaurs, and then some that escaped and are swimming with the, are in the world now. And yeah, that giant so. dinosaur I was just talking about, he's like fucking in the waves with the surfers, remember? Yeah. Oh, that was scary as fuck. Dude. But, uh, so yeah, I can't wait to see what... It's probably gonna be them trying to round it up or get the situation under control. Or like they're all rounding up their own and they meet each other. Like they're trying to round up a dinosaur. Next thing you know, like Sam Neill's there. Like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Who are you? This is my franchise now. (laughs) 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 They told me you weren't gonna be here. (laughs) I can I can picture like step youngin or something like that. Uh, but what do you think about uh, another thing I got uh, the Grudge movie the trailer they dropped ooh yes they dropped that New Year Comic Con I'm actually movie. excited because it looks good I have a lot of nostalgia with this movie but I didn't know um, who produced it Sam Raimi produced it right yeah which is another reason why I think it's gonna be great yeah that's Sam Raimi, I did, I didn't Sam Raimi has always done done really good work yeah really good so, work his studio does um, I'm excited with John Cho to begin with He's a great actor. He's been doing really yes, good Yes, have roles. you seen that movie, um, the one where he's like, it's all like online? Oh, with his daughter? Yeah. Uh, what's it called? I think he's called Searching, the, the right? Miss, searching, yeah, Searching, yeah. That was a good movie. Dude, yes. That was a really Fuck good yes. movie. I freaking loved it. I thought, I was a little skeptical. Cause Me he, too. You know, but um, there's a previous movie I saw. Unfriended? Yeah. <laughs> besides that garbage. Remember that? Besides that garbage. <laughs> um, it was a previous movie. It's about two friends, this girl and this guy. And they got a friend. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I'm saying the style of movie it is, yeah. you know, like through screens and stuff. There's this other movie that I saw that. I think you know what you're talking like about. A, it's like a group chat. No, 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 no. It's like a group. There's Wait, that's a friend. <laughs> not a friend. Because <laughs> one guy and one girl, and they're like they go to school together and they become kind of like BFFs and shit. You don't want to say friends. <laughs> <laughs> They become really good friends, but it's not unfriended. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. But it's, uh, uh, they, like, the mo- the movie take is through them, through their computer screens, through Skype. Yeah, so that's how, that's how, you, that's how the <clears throat> audience sees it. Yeah. And it's just, pretty much the entire movie is them having conversations. <laughs> and, but it's really good, because the, the story as it continues, you're like, oh, shit, what the fuck? There's, like, a pretty good twist at the end. Oh, shit. And you're like, oh, shit. But it's like... It gets you. Then it has a happy ending, which is kind of cool because it's gratifying. Because like, oh sweet, that's pretty awesome. But it's just the way the way the story goes. It's actually a little dark. Once that twist gets revealed, you're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. But it's good. I can't remember I the name of that moment. Think they're making a sequel to Searching too. What the fuck? That would be kind of stupid. It's gonna be a different family though. Different situation. Then just call it something else. Searching again. <laughs> searching or Still found searching. now. Still searching. <laughs> But Searching was good. John Cho in it. Like, it was actually a really good, like, as far as, like, drama, thriller, kind of. And the pacing was great. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's, like, it slowly builds up. Then mm-hmm. when, like, shit actually hits the fan, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, and you see all this multiple shit going on. Yeah, and, like, you know, the big reveal at the end and all that stuff. Like, oh, fuck. Some you know, it was good. Shit. But so, yeah, so the going back to, I'm excited for The Grudge because there's, like, a lot of nostalgia to me to this mm-hmm. movie because the first Grudge, it fuck me up like in the worst possible way like when when you know when, yeah. you're, when you're kids and you f- you well, saw the first ever scary movie even you ask like older people like from older generations like 
the the fear they had for Jaws. You know, when Jaws first came out, how everybody was like fucking scared out of their minds for, mm-hmm. to go even in the water. Like nobody wanted to go in the water ever again because oh shit, there's fucking sharks in there. So when I saw the Grudge, I couldn't look under my sheets. I couldn't have lights off, bro. I, me fucking 13, 14 year old sleeping with a nightlight. Yeah, that's how. I wanted that's how much it fucked me up. I wanted my mattress on the floor. Dude, <laughs> it scared the shit out of me. And so, <clears throat> then they did the Grudge Two. That shit was garbage. And yeah. Yeah. I like this trailer because I can tell they had like a lot of the original like Japanese horror elements. You didn't like to the two thousand and four one with Sarah Michelle Gellar? No, that that's, that's the one I'm talking about. That fucked me up. I thought you were talking about the like the original Japanese yeah. one. Yeah. No, no, I saw that one after the Michelle Michelle uh, Gellar one, and it still had the same effect on me. True. You know, because that, that... Okay, so we're talking Jap- about... Okay. Japanese horror, dude, that's on another fucking level. That's true. That's just one of those movies... Like, Japanese horror and Japanese yeah, gore, dude, they, they don't fuck around. They, they don't play. Mm-hmm. But they show you the Sarah Michelle Gellar, because that was the first time I ever heard of The Grudge. Yeah, me too. And I saw so, it in theaters, too. That sound that the fucking ghost makes still... It fucking... It's the good. hair on my, yeah. on my skin just stands up. It's and it scared the shit out of me taking a shower. Oh, yeah, hand. and that fucking ah! hand just comes out. Yeah, dude, I, I'm excited, you know. Um, yeah, I couldn't sleep with sheets because the number when she like looks under the blanket and then yeah, boom, she's gone. there. Oh, I, I couldn't have bed sheets for like a long time. And then that one scene where she's like, I think she's like looking at her daughter. Then all of a sudden, like the ghost just runs at her, and like just appears out of nowhere. I don't know. In that new trailer. Oh yeah, yeah, the new, trailer, new, trailer, yeah, yeah. new trailer. But speaking I'm of, excited. since you like the old one so much, now this movie it takes place in America. <clears throat> But it's gonna directly. It's still tied to the original movie, the Japan movie, okay. and the Sarah Michelle Gellar movies. Oh, so it's like uh, it's sort of like tying together. Yeah. The, oh, and they said that they even dropped some Easter eggs in the movie that they want you to look out for. Because this Ooh. one, they 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 tease that this one takes place at the same time as the Sarah Michelle Gellar movies. Oh, they said that look out for a phone call, and you're gonna want to listen to that phone call. See, I'm gonna have to rewatch the Sarah Michelle Gellar one too. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it in broad daylight, like when the sun's hitting me in the face, and I'm gonna have my kids there with me. So I'm like, right. I, Luke, <laughs> slightly distracted, and but paying attention at the same time. But yeah, this is a look out for a phone call. You're gonna want to listen to that phone call. There's some little Easter eggs about what's going on. See, me, I don't get scared easily, but this movie, <sighs> it's still is just one of those things that you're like. But <sighs> then you hear that sound. I think I would still get probably jump out of bed if I heard that sound in the middle of, middle of nowhere for no reason. Yeah. That's just like uh sound. Oh god. But yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait. I'm excited. I love yeah. I love scary movies. Yeah. Scary movies great. The second movie that ever did that to me was Paranormal Activity, the first one. The first one fucked me up. No, the second <laughs> Paranormal Activity really, the, really fucked me up. That's the prequel, right? That's the no. one that, Yeah. Really? The second one took place before. To the first family. I think it was the sister, right? Yeah, the sister, it, but the older yeah. sister before. Yes, but that one really fucked me up because that shit happened in the daytime. And I was like, this shit yeah. happened in the daytime? That, I was, the yeah. biggest jump scare to me. I was like, I'm the not The second safe. one, the second one, the, the, the thing, the one that made me like jump the most, it was like my heart pounding and me like, oh shit, was uh, when she walked into the kitchen and she noticed something weird and all of a sudden all the furniture and everything just dropped from the ceiling. <laughs> Remember, oh, like, everything no. in the kitchen was... I like, remember when she was, like, on the kitchen counter reading Oh, and everything book, exploded open? Exploded. That's, that was the moment where I was like, I'm not safe. <laughs> this shit could happen in the daytime. I thought this shit was only at night. See, and, like, uh, what Paranormal Activity did to me that... You no, know, same thing as uh, what this new grudge 
is doing to me, like the whole nostalgia thing. Uh, when I watched Paranormal Activity for the first time, did you ever, uh, or did you ever see and get scared with the Blair Witch Project, the first original? Yes. That's what it brought me back to. Oh my for god. For the longest time, I believed the Blair Witch Project was real. I really yeah, believed. I, I was that like, shit. dude, that fucking happened for reals. Because of the hellfound footage thing, I think that Blair Witch was the first movie to ever do. Something yeah, they like started that. that, and and like that found footage shit, and then obviously did spinoffs and other movies similar found footage, which was kind of lame. Yeah. But then Paranormal Activity brought it back to like its core, and then what? It was just a simple movie. I remember you had it demanded to watch it in your city, and you had yeah. like a petition, and everybody got it because the movie was too scary, something like that. Yeah. I didn't want to believe it until that, I saw the it. first time like we saw people's reaction. They, they their trailer was people just reacting to the movie. Yeah. I was like, they're exaggerating. They probably told. They're probably showing something of uh, something else. They got scared. Yeah. I didn't think it was real until I went to see. I was like, fuck, yeah, dude. So and I, now nowadays you see those reactions. They do look so fake. But like when you see those, what go back to those paranormal ones. Those were actually more realistic jumps. Rare. It's very rare to see good horror movies like that nowadays. Nowadays, well, and The Conjuring saved it. The first one. Yeah, that's true. The other one. Eh. Well, this last Annabelle movie was pretty good. I haven't seen it. Annabelle come home. Uh, come home. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. It's actually really good. I heard. I heard it's good. It, it so kind of brings I'm, it all back together. The first again. Annabelle was garbage. The second one was good. The the original one. The it was Annabelle. Then the second one, whatever the part two was called, which yeah, is the prequel. I think so. Yeah, the prequel. Yeah, that one was good. Yeah. I like that one. When Annabelle comes home, that one it was it was actually really good. It just brings everything back. And uh, so you know. It's rare to see good horror movies nowadays because you get to appreciate them a lot more. Like the first Insidious, oh, it's good. a fucking classic, dude. My wife's still, same thing. Shit happened in the daytime. My wife still get. I still freak her out because I get a joy out of freaking her out. That one song that oh, Demon plays. Yes, fuck that the, song. That by Tiny Tim, the, yeah. the dancing in the tulips, something like yeah. that. Yeah, tiptoeing through the tulips. We got it. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Uh, but yeah, every, like every now and then, if I want to be an asshole to her, like I put you it on my phone, it? but yeah, I, I put it played really low, and like I put it off somewhere, and she like I have it on repeat, and she like she's doing something else, and she's like stops immediately what she's doing, she's like who the fuck's playing that shit? <laughs> Freaks her the fuck out. Still That's to this day, up. I just get a kick out of it. It's fun. <laughs> but yeah, no Insidious too. And then um, people didn't like it much, but it kind of freaked me out a little bit. Did you ever see the? What's his name? The director of Avatar in Sixth Sense. Um, what's his name? James Cameron? No. M. Night Shyamalan? No, I'm sorry. Not Avatar. I'm sorry. The, the Last Airbender. Sorry. M. Night Shyamalan? Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan. His, his, the, the visit. <laughs> yeah. The, that was pretty good. I freaking... It freaked me out. Yeah. That was, that, that was his final... That was his first... Like, finally he bounced back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I really like that one. And he paid for it himself. Yeah. And he did a good job. And he got all that money back himself, too. And then so, you that use that good. money to pay for a uh, freaking uh, glass. Oh, good. Well, that's, that's good. But the visit that was another good scary movie. That I I I thought it was pretty good because yeah, actually, that's great. It, it it wasn't like jump scare scary. It was more like a f- kind of freaky. Like what the fuck, you know? Yeah. Like because it kept me thinking even after like imagine that because it, it takes place in a very real setting. You know, it's not like it's paranormal or like. Demons or possessions, shit like that. Like it's happening like present day. Yeah, and it's like with real regular people. Mm-hmm. Like when that reveal happened, when they're like, "Who the fuck is that?" Like, and the kids are like, "What are you talking about? This is grandma and grandpa. Those are not your grandparents." <laughs> and you're like, "What the fuck?" 
And then she's like, there was just strangers called the fucking police. Those are not two fucking real grandparents. Oh, that part God. was like, what the fuck? That's when they, no. And then, then the reveal happened. The, the third, um, uh, what's that called? The third act? The third act happened. Thank you. Uh, and then, so, yeah. But, man, that was a whole spiel we just did on just mm-hmm. the trailer of the, the grudge. It was great, because I'm just really excited for it. It takes place in the U.S., so it just brings it all, like, it can happen here. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I'm, I'm excited for it. And it comes out this year, right? Next year. Oh, fuck. Maybe. God damn it. But, um... I also got some video game news. What do you think about um, Sony putting out uh, trademarks for PlayStation 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10? And I think it's just like a little, you know, just to be safe. It's just, but who the hell is going to try and copy that, honestly? There's, no, there's people out there and like, oh, if you want it, give me your money. People do that, dude. I'm serious. I know people who do that. Like, who who would... They buy IP, so when people want to start a business, oh, you want to name that? I already have it. Sorry, you got to pay me for it. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay. Like, they're not really putting out the product, but they own the IP. They own the IP. They own the, uh, the name, that funny <coughs> name you thought of. But I no, saw. they thought of it first. All the way up to 10? All the way up to 10. Just to be safe. Huh. But are they really, do you think they're really even going to get to 10? I don't think so, because Next Generation is kind of regarded as the last one, huh? Because they're all doing all this new changes Streaming and shit. And and, Not looking forward to it. Because it's just... I don't know, it takes away what video, the core of what video game video gaming is. Mm-hmm. I I believe so, at least. So, But, you know, at least they own them if they ever get to it, though. So, good on them. Yeah. Thinking ahead... I guess. Um, so I want to get into some, uh, you know, you know me, I'm the Marvel guy. I want to get Before into... we do that, my last bit of game. Okay, okay, go ahead, go ahead. My last bit, uh, did you hear about the Xbox All Access subscription? I, so, I want to say yes. It's like, they just announced it, but it's like pretty much for people who can't afford the whole console right now to pay for it in full, you could pay it off in payments. Okay. So if you could pretty much rent the Xbox, it'll come with like, um, I don't know what it, if it comes with uh, Xbox, uh, at the subscription. The uh, it's like the, the Game Pass thing. Ultimate Game Pass Ultimate. Thank you. Yeah. I can't think of the name. I don't know if it comes with that with it, but I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, but you could rent each console <clears throat> for different prices. So like the prices ranges from twenty bucks for like the One S. Okay. And if you want to get the One X, it's thirty ninety nine. You pretty much just pay off for the Xbox. So if you pay off the Xbox in full, you're just saving like sixteen bucks, I believe, off the full console. But you're just paying it I, off the payments. I really don't see the the point of that. It's for people like who and they say like, oh, I can't afford a whole Xbox, but I really want an Xbox, so I'm just gonna put forty bucks down now, and they're gonna give me the Xbox, and you're just renting it off from them. So what happens if you break it? You fix it. You send it back, and they fix it. That, yeah. that would just be more paperwork, more shit that they gotta deal with. Because, oh, it's a yeah. Xbox we got to fix, but it's, he's still but paying for it. There's another good thing about it. You can also upgrade it when the new Xbox comes out. Yeah, but what if, like, you say you... That's, that seems like way too many flaws, because what if somebody, like... Unless they get your, like, your social security and shit and, like, have a way to freaking lock you, you down, yeah. you know? Because um, let's say if you only got... Let's say you only got to put a credit card or a debit card down, mm-hmm. you can easily change those around and you just freaking got a free xbox for 40 bucks true you know they gotta this has to be some way to tie people down so that you know shit like that won't happen they're just gonna lose a shit ton of money well how do people rent like cable boxes 
Yeah, but not like you can, because a cable you can't compare a freaking us actual well, gaming console. Well, they're gonna have a system to, to try a cable to track service, that down. man. But they're gonna have a system to rent. Or they're gonna it send out. a repo guy. Oh, you didn't pay. I gotta take the Xbox. <laughs> they can brick it because they know the ID. True, but still, like, unless they like, like, they get all your information and if you try to play, they just cancel your shit online. But even no, like then, the second it connects online, it'll just brick the console. You can't even use it offline. Oh, I see what like you mean. You, you can like avoid it by never connecting online. You can use it mm. offline, but never go online. But the minute it goes online, it instantly it's, it's unusable. Oh, I could see that. That's kind of the safety lock thing. Yeah. Like, oh, you got to pay. We unlock it, but you got to pay. Because we have the okay, ID. Okay. We know where it's at. Like, oh. Not like track it, but like, we know this one has been paid. We can shut it down from here. Oh, I could see. Yeah, okay. I didn't. I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I, I totally I forgot they did. did. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot they did, could do that. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. Nintendo's a stickler for that. Mm. And like once it happens, Nintendo's like, sorry. You fucked up? Yeah, they never unbrick it at all, I heard. They're just like, nope, I'm done. I actually, I'm going to take back what I said. I want to start with DC News. Okay, okay. Because right now, one of the big things that everybody wants to know more about, everybody is like, give us more news, give us more news. Crisis? Besides that one. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Batman movie. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> First of all, I know you, you're a huge fan of Paul Dana. Oh, that's like the, that's like a dream cast. And they're like, you know what, Adrian? We heard you like about everything. We'll give you one thing you want. One thing. We'll cool. give you this. Okay. Explain. Why him? He's like an amazing actor. Remember um, There Will Be Blood? Never he was the it. priest. I don't remember Blood. There It's a... I forgot his name. from The guy, actor from Gangs of New York. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. He was uh, the oil prospector. Like, he drilled for oil. And he had, like... He was there a... will be blood, right? Yeah. The oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. He played the priest in that movie. Oh. See? I didn't... I, I don't... And I, I think he was... I was a, just so blown away by Daniel Day-Lewis. I have you seen Swiss Army Man? I do rem- That's the one I mainly remember him from. I yeah. love that movie, too. But, yeah, he's just <clears> a great, great, great actor. And okay. for the Riddler, he, he already encapsulates all that. Mm. Well, so it's like a dream cast for and me. I know because also Riddler's your favorite villain too yeah so this is like okay I'll which, shut up which version <laughs> of the villain oh the villain of the Riddler do you think he's gonna go with like what like as far as his his look and his mental state do you think they're gonna go with a pre-Riddler no Nygma, he's gonna be I think he's already gonna be a Riddler already I don't think they wanna do origins with these movies they already wanna be like alright we don't, we're tired of fucking origins you guys are already these characters Okay, you guys already know who the fuck they yeah. are. If you don't, that's your problem. You guys have been Riddler for like three years. Hmm. It's three years in. That's what I think. What do you think his look is going to be? Suit, leotard, jacket, it's like jeans. A, like, the suit, but like without the jacket. Bowler cap? You think they're going to give him a bowler hat? I think once. I don't think he's going to wear it all the time. Question mark walking stick? I don't think they're going to do the walking stick. No? No. I don't think Matt So Reed. iconic, though. It's so iconic, but I don't think they're going to do that. Dude, they're fucking thinking of throwing Seth Rogen in there. This movie's gonna be a shit show. It's a, yeah. You know, Matt Reeves, I respect the guy. I love the guy because he gave me one of the best trilogies in the fucking world. One of my favorite trilogies I've ever seen. Planet of the Apes. But he's casting, though. <laughs> First of all, I, I'm still, I'm still, regardless of how good he is, and I give him credit where credit is due. Robert Pattinson mm-hmm. is a hell of an actor when he does, you know, yeah. when he does good things. Like, 
that his latest movie, The Lighthouse. Dude, that fucking movie is. Have you seen it? Dude, that movie. I went in there. The reason why mainly I wanted to watch is Willem Dafoe. You know, Willem Dafoe. Oh yes. <clears throat> the thing is, this movie don't think he of it. There is this movie just them two, two fucking do like everything from this movie pl- blended so perfectly from the wardrobe, the era it takes place, setting, mm-hmm. movies in fucking black and white. How many good movies can you say that are black and white that are good? Not many. True. And to pull it off in such a really really good way, this movie was ah oh, just good. It's just good. I gotta watch it. And so, and Robert Pattinson was great. Willem Dafoe was obviously great. You know, Willem Dafoe, I don't think he's ever done anything that he wasn't great in. So, <clears throat> so Robert Pattinson as Batman, I'll take it because I know if he really wants to, you know, do good, he mm-hmm. will do good. Yeah. But it's all up to the writing. Make sure the writing is good. You know, people are still hung up. Oh, fucking the Twilight, Edward, blah, 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 blah. That's in the past. Let the fucking past go. That's years ago. He moved on from it. Everyone should too. Mm-hmm. So, but Robert Pattinson, but it was still a weird choice. I know you agree with me on yeah. that. It's still a weird choice. Like, huh? Okay. And in a recent interview, actually, of the movie The Lighthouse, Robert ba- Pattinson, they asked him about the Batman. There's not only so much he can say, but he said they asked him about the whole Batman voice. You know, that's one of the, a lot of things that people were after Christian Bale did his little freaking. Cigar. Where is it? His <laughs> exactly his cigar fucking cancer, cancer throat fucking Batman. Yeah, you know that was one of the main things a lot of people were worried about when Ben Affleck took up the mantle. Mm-hmm. You know, I love what they did with that one. You know, an actual voice changer yeah. and stuff like that. And the Batman voice in it was awesome. I like mm-hmm. the Batman voice that they gave Bat- Affleck. Yeah. So when they asked Robert Pattinson about what the the uh, Batman voice would be like, he actually said he got inspiration. He was actually just recently working on it. Um, that's what he said in the interview. And he says that his inspiration actually was uh, the voice Willem Dafoe did in The Lighthouse. So if you listen, go watch the movie, The Lighthouse, and the way the tone of voice and just how Willem Dafoe sounds in it, oh, that was Robert Pattinson's <laughs> inspiration. And he says it's sort of like a piratey kind of voice. About that pirate. <laughs> But he says it will definitely suit the thing really well. Oh, Catwoman, where are you going? <laughs> and so when we get... The, well, confirmed villains is what? Catwoman, uh, Riddler, Riddler, Penguin. And Penguin. Do you think we're going to get anybody else? Most likely. Hmm. But they're just going to keep it a surprise. Hmm. What do you think about Catwoman? Zoe Kravitz. <sighs> nah. I'm, I'm kind of happy it's a woman of color. Like, that's kind of dope. But I, I just, like... She's kind of like a bland actress. I don't care about the race. You know, me neither. Whoever but the fuck plays the character, I don't care as long as they're good. Sorry, Kravitz is not good. No, she's too boring. Eh, it's just eh, everything I've it. seen her in is just. It's quarter, yeah. No, no, sorry, Boo Boo, you're not good. <laughs> no. So yeah, I don't think so either. I would have gone. Who, who was the original choice? We were just talking about it. Um, Vanessa Hudgens. I would I have gone she, her actually. I know she was a contender. I wasn't too happy with that her as a contender, but no. to be honest, over Zoe Kravitz, yeah, I'll take Vanessa. Give me Vanessa any day over Zoe. Hell yeah, because yeah. Vanessa, if she really tries, she, she can be good. Yeah. You know, she's fucked up a lot, but no, I think she would have been good over Zoe. Hell yeah. I'm sorry, Lenny, your daughter's garbage. Yeah, I want somebody with more personality. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then for Penguin. 
You know, I know they, uh, Josh Gad was in the running. I would have loved to see him. <laughs> and then, who was it that? It was Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Hey, he would have been good too. But he's out. But, yeah. But we'll now they're trying they to get, get Seth Rogen. No, no. They, That's what I heard. They better not. That's all I said. He, if they do get Seth Rogen, it better be for some random yeah. ass role, not as a main character so or just, a villain or anything. So I'm just going to sit here happy with Paul Dano. So I'm gonna say, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Even if this movie's a shit show, you think Paul Daniel would save it? I don't think so. No, but I'm just going to be happy when I see him. I'm going to be like, yay, and it's over. The best part of the movie is just his five-minute scene. Like, excuse me, I got to go. Excuse me. <laughs> wouldn't, that be, wouldn't that piss you off if Paul Dano as Riddler is just a cameo? Or like, they're like, they're all just standing there. And like, sort of like, like, it's like, like a, Batman is walking down Arkham Hall and you see them all in their cells. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> that would be like, fucked up. That would be fucked up. The villain I would love to see in a Batman movie that we've never seen, we've never heard about anything like that, is uh, Clayface. That would be dope. And they can totally do it now. I would love to see Clayface. Bane, I think they should wait a while before they even Bane br- yeah. bring, bring Bane back out. Because what Tom Hardy did was awesome. I really like what Tom Hardy did. But it was just the writing and the story they had yeah. told was just like not great. And then that garbage they did with him in fucking Gotham. At the end. I hated it. Just the ending. I hated the, what they did with Bane. From the look to the story, it was ugh. That's not fucking Bane. Yeah, they, that's they, not my Bane. Yeah, they threw Bane like they're like. Pfft. Yeah, no, it was garbage. It started off great, but it was just like, yeah, right after mm-hmm. after that fight in the city, yeah, with the shit. And so, I would say, give it a while, give Bane a rest, so no more Bane. Yeah. Um, I want them to do Killer Croc justice. What well, we got in but Suicide I want a Squad? Big ass Killer Croc. I give me a CGI Killer Croc, please, please give me CGI Killer Croc. No special effects makeup because. That shit looked like garbage. That's why they should like Utilize Penguin Like Penguin should have Like Killer Croc Locked up in like Something like that And throw Ooh, Batman down that'd there that would be fucking awesome Like in the final battle When Batman's about to like Arrest Penguin Yeah He like Throws Presses a button And like A cage comes out And fucking Killer Croc Yeah, yeah. That would be amazing Oh fuck yeah It's a way to Put the character in there And not try to Shoehorn him, shoehorn him In there mm-hmm. And just like Force it No Yeah They need to do Killer Croc Justice for sure mm. You think they would do Grundy? Ooh, that, I think about Grundy. Right? Oh, that'd be sick. That, I want either that, but I would want a Superman movie with Bizarro. And put Grundy and Bizarro together? Not Grundy and Bizarro, but just Bizarro in a Superman movie. Oh, okay. Bizarro, though? Bizarro would be cool. I like Bizarro. I would take Metallo over Bizarro first. Well, Metallo's a villain, right? Yeah. Well, you don't. Isn't, didn't Bizarro start out as a villain? Yeah, but what if, like, fine, it's Metallo and Bizarro, and then Superman, like, gets Bizarro on his side. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. That's there fine. There you go. We got but... a movie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll write this down. Dude, we should get tired with DC, for real. We should. I think we could save him. Yeah, definitely. Bring, bring actual fucking comic book readers and comic book I fans. I told you my Justice League trilogy. No, no, no. No, maybe. Maybe, maybe. I like it. But, anyways, going back to... See, see, we get distracted way too much, bro. Yeah. See, this this is what happens when we ha- we unpack a shit ton of news. Well, this is what happens. Take long ass breaks. I'm not saying I'm complaining. Since what happens? I know. Um, Me neither. Jeffrey Wright as fucking James I like Gordon. That. Oh, that's a good role. He He's yeah. You know, this is gonna be another actor that's gonna be both in Marvel and DC. Yeah. Same with the. Uh, you know who's gonna play in Marvel, right? He's gonna be in Disney Plus. Ah, I know the name. Watu. Watu. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. That's gonna be great. I can't wait for that. Oh, hell yeah. 
One of my favorite voice, the, the reason why I know he'll be good as Uatu, because his voice role in, did you ever see that Pixar movie, uh, The Good Dinosaur? Yeah. He's the dad. Really? He's, he's oh Arlo's dad. I feel like I'm the only one that likes that movie. I oh, I fucking to, he, love that yeah. movie, bro. Everyone I talk to is like, yeah. you watch that? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, fuck yeah, I watched that I shit. I was dying when they got, Dude. like, remember when they got high? <laughs> <laughs> that, I was bawling. I was, like, laughing so hard. Um, before I get too sidetracked, I just mentioned Pixar. That new movie, uh... Oh, Onward? Called? Yeah. Onward. Did you see the trailer? I didn't see the latest oh one. Oh my god, bro! You gotta watch it. It uh, looks great. It looks good, and like it's, it, it kind of reminds me sort of like uh, the what they did with the good dinosaur, where you know instead of the dinosaurs being extinct, you know it's human. This is the opposite. You know, the animals are the smart ones. Stuff yeah. Like that. This one is similar. Like instead of like the fairy tale creatures being that fairy tale creatures, but they're like civilized, right? Yeah, but they're <laughs> like pretty much like feels the real world, but everybody's a magical creature, and humans are the myths. Yeah, yeah. I like what they're doing. With that that that's an awesome twist. I like <gasps> when they do shit like that. Oh my god! What? So they're looking for their father, right? Yeah. Is the father human? That would be freaking hilarious. I think he, that's like, like if they do that as a twist. Did we just solve the movie? <coughs> Ooh, spoiler alert! Sorry. Right? Say spoiler that. alert! Sorry. <laughs> but well, yeah, come back so, to us. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for that. Anything? I'm sorry. Pixar. They're on another level when it comes to filmmaking. And this is the first original movie, no sequel, right? This is the first finally original Yeah, because they, they, they said they're not going to do any more sequels. No Incredibles, the Incredibles 2, that was it. <laughs> no 3? No, because Incredibles 2 was not bad. It's just, it fell short. Not it what we wanted. Really short. Not what we expected. Yeah. It's a good story, but not what we were expecting. Yeah, it was entertaining. It was entertaining, but, but I expected like a bigger storyline, a bigger better, war. Yeah. better storyline. It was just, you know, I feel like Brad Bird just kind of did it just to shut everybody up. Like, all right, you guys are fucking bugging me. Here, take this. There. And Incredibles I have, 2, there. And I have Stop an idea that I, time I like, but I don't know. I just I expected something big. Yeah, something a little better. But I'll take it. Yeah. I, 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 I still I, took it. I watched it. I still love Toy Story 4. That Jet Jack versus that raccoon, still funny. Oh, hell yeah. That was like the best thing. You know, and into I know it's unpopular. The laser gun? <laughs> <laughs> in an unpopular opinion I, I think I like Toy Story 4 more now better than 3 I've been I've been re, I rewatched it like, like two I more times you know I love 3 I really did yeah. but just 4 was just so good it was so good you know? but for me <clears throat> 3 is more Toy Story for me because it involved all the toys 4 I was, still, it still was about toys but it's yeah, just like, but like no, it's, it's like a different chapter to the toys it's just it's just it wasn't... Nobody puts baby in the corner. They put all the toys in the corner. It's just, uh... No, it's... It's still part of the continuity, and it's like... Yeah. It, they, it was, it was they more went, a Woody they, story. I like that they went with that story. Oh, yeah. I think it, they did, like... That story needed to be told for Come Woody. On. And Forky, he was just too fucking adorable. Forky was the best part of that movie. Yeah. But well, I just feel like, for me, Toy Story 3... Like, when I think of Toy Story, I think of all of them. Like, I think of all of them in the daycare. Like, all through all... We everybody. went from talking about Batman now to fucking Pixar and Toy Story. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Jesus. This is your fault. I blame you. So, um, before I start my DC news... I mean, Marvel news. You got any more DC? No, that's it. Oh, wait. My last DC news. Um, They announced a spinoff from Christ as a Superman and Lois Lane TV show. That's right. With uh, Tyler Hoechlin. That's right, that's right. And he's then a, they he's announced... He's a Superman from Supergirl. Yeah, which is really good. I really, I was a little skeptical with him because the only thing I really know him from, I don't know if you ever saw that show, yeah. was uh, Teenage Wolf. No. Teen Wolf, I Teen think Wolf. it's called. Teen Wolf. Uh, you watched Teen that on Wolf. MTV? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You were just like, you got me. I did, I did, and I liked it. <laughs> I, I actually liked it. it. Okay. And Tyler Hoechlin in there, he was one of the main characters. Oh, okay. And so it was good. It actually was fucking good. And so, but that's the only thing I knew him from, Tyler Hoechlin. So I was like, when he was in, I was like, what the fuck him? But he, I liked it because he is Superman. You know, Henry Cavill is Superman, but this guy, he is Superman. Like, the heroic, hands yeah. on his waist, hey, I'm here to stay today, no fear, Superman is here, mm-hmm. personality. That's who Tyler Hoechlin, he embodied the Superman we wanted. Oh. And so, that's why I, I like Superman at the end of Justice League, because Henry Cavill gave us that. Yeah. But that was at the end of Hoechlin. That's very true. That was at the end, uh, that was after Batman vs. Superman, that was after fucking... Just, uh, just uh, Man of Steel, so you know he he did crappy just until the very end of Justice League, which was didn't and justify, was you know, it didn't justify. It. Yeah. So, but Ty- Tyler Hoechlin, I can't say his fucking last name. I can't name. say his last name either. Um, I probably we probably might even be saying it wrong. Hmm. But anyway, him from oh, the first time he showed, <laughs> from the first time he showed up to like everything we've I've seen with him, he's been the Superman. This is why I really like him. I never so watched like, Supergirl, oh, so I never really seen oh, I did. I had to... If you watch one of the shows, even though you don't like them, you have to watch the, all yeah, the Yeah, I couldn't get in it. Because it's all one giant universe. I know. You know. And still, I think Constantine... Oh, he's fucking such a great character. Uh, yeah, I wonder yeah, I'm, I'm the... pissed that they canceled his standalone TV show, but I'm glad they they decided to take him from ABC and mm-hmm. put him in these shows. He, he's such a great... He, the mm-hmm. actor is great. Oh. And his story is great. Yeah, it's speaking awesome. of the CW, what do you think about the Green Lantern show? Oh, that's on cool. HBO it should Max. Be interesting, because it's got the Mark Gunnheim, the producer of all the CW shows. He's producing it. Great, we finally get maybe we finally. Yeah, get, I think it's finally time. For I think it's one of those characters that you need him, you know. And we've never he's he's never been done justice. Ryan Reynolds has even said that he fucking he fucked it up. Yeah, he fucked it up, and not necessarily his fault. But Alrighty. he's known because he was he played fucking Hal yeah. Jordan. So, but I'm just like it's about time. I feel like we're finally gonna get this right. And so, so I'm, what I'm looking for, I just want fucking Kyle Rayner. Give me Kyle Rayner. I was thinking Guy Gardner though. Ooh, <laughs> Guy Gardner. Yeah. No, but they have to do John Stewart. But I'm pretty sure they're gonna start with Hal, and then Most use everybody else later. It was 2019. Start with John Stewart. Why? <laughs> It's John Stewart. It's Hal Jordan's the or OG man. They, I know. That'd be kind of it'd be kind of like fucked up if they when they did Arrow, but they focus on Red Arrow or Arsenal. Do you no. have a couple episodes dedicated to them? But it's not <laughs> the same thing. You know I what know. I'm talking about. So, but no, I would, I would, uh, I would be okay with it. You know, eventually introduce him. You know, yeah. probably maybe do the first for the first full season is just Hal Jordan. So, and then they can start bringing in. But hopefully, else. since it's all, it, since it's like I don't know if it's technically a CW connected show, it might be introducing Crisis. So, the, um, you know more about Green Lantern than I am. I'll, I'll admit that you're more of a DC than me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know you've been looking toward to finally getting a good Green Lantern, as a TV budget and as a TV setting and how they do DCW shows. How are you gonna handle? Um, what's the name of the fucking Green Lantern plan? Oa? Oa. How are you going to handle Oa? Because this... Well, it's on HBO Oa. Max. They have a different budget from the CW TV show. True. So very, it's HBO kind of backing it up. Very true. But even then, it's still a TV budget. Oa is entirely a 
fantastical planet, pretty much. I would like them to build, like, partial sets. Okay. Like, maybe have all the chairs, and then maybe, like, them CGI. But, like, kind of put it in a set, and then little things... Be too see. much green, though, don't you think? What's... You're in space. Still. Because isn't, like, everything on Oa is all willpower created creations and shit? Yeah, there's some versions. Some versions, like, everything is made out of it. Some versions are, like, actual, like structures I hope they fucking handle Sinestro well who do you think he plays Dude. Sinestro I, I don't know I, I what's really, that um, what Mark Strong did with Sinestro was you know fucking who, phenomenal you know who I want to see what's his name the actor who played uh, <laughs> the only movie I could think John of John Hamm no <laughs> that's my Batman but uh, um, hey yeah fuck yeah uh, this is like the one of the weirdest movies no he played Gaston in Beauty and the Beast Luke Evans? Yeah. I can see him as Sinestro. As Sinestro? He has that double look. I can kind of see it. He has that face, the eyebrows, that look, that talk, that, mm. the way he could talk. I can see. I can kind of see that, yeah. And he, he's he played that, a villain before. So. Yeah. No, I, I really like what he did in uh, the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah. As a villain in that one. And just the way he talks, <coughs> his voice. He can, like, have that Sinestro voice. He has that sort of, like, like uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Sort of like a... No pun intended. Sinister, yeah. You know, look and sound, and he can he can definitely pull off that evil, you know. And put him in the makeup. He can look. He can look the role. You know, probably build up. You know, with him because he started as a Green Lantern. I would say the season ends with him becoming the yellow. Yeah, yeah. And like doing something big and shit, and killing one of the what are those called? Those guys, the purple guys. The oh whatever. It could end with him killing yeah. one of them, and then him being turning into the yellow and shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I could see that, but I think he's just too big. Like as the far Guardians. As... Yeah, there you go. I think he's just. I think he's considering. I don't think he's a class A actor yet, like a big actor. But I think he's just. Well, he's a he led movies. He did the Dracula Untold. Yeah, I know, I know, I know that. I'm saying as because he's done B movies. B plus. <laughs> <laughs> because he's a B plus actor, I don't <laughs> think he'll do a TV show or, or will tie down tie himself down to a TV show. I think who would be a good um, who's done who's done a lot of uh, TV uh, show roles. I'm trying. It's gonna bug me. I can't remember his name, but I can see him. He fucking played. Um, what is that show? I'll come back to it. Uh, you'll agree with me when I remember it. But yeah, I'm actually looking forward to it because, you know, like I said, it's finally we get it. We've, something we've been wanting. Hell yes, Green Lantern. And who the fuck we're not gonna see that? And I'm who they get for Hal Jordan. That's well, what I want. They better get. Yeah. Has to be someone young. Yeah, because it, it be has a to be really a new actor. They always have to get a an actor or someone with a potential to do, you know, to go on for a good while. Yeah, you know. And will do you think the HP since it's going to be on HBO? Do you think they're going to do like a, a like their own universe on HBO too, or do you think it's going to be like it's going to be connected to not to the CW? Well, we'll see. That'd be kind of weird. Yeah. Because HBO does this shit way, way differently. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, maybe it'll start, it'll kick off another universe, maybe. No, see. That's just going to be a little DC universe over here, DC universe over there. Would you want them to connect to the movies? I would use HBO to, yeah, to connect to and do like an extent, like what Disney Plus is doing with the MCU. Oh, cross connect? Yeah. You know, do like. Well, the DCU doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. No. No, oh, what did you get the Birds of the Trey trailer? The Birds who? of Prey. I'm alright. You know, I'll check it out. <laughs> I'm okay. 
you know, I like some of the support supporting cast. I'm just kind of disappointed in um, Black Mask. He looks yeah. too fruity for me. He, he's a little underwhelming. Yeah, I think like, I want like I want to. I thought he was gonna be like a actual. Well, like, he's not like a big pain. buff dude. Not buff, but like I want him to be like Black Mask. What the hell was that? Black Mask. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of it. But it's like, like a threatening presence. There you go. More threatening. Yeah. He just I'm seems to like, lighthearted, kind of. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I, maybe once we watch the movie, it might be a little different. Too flamboyant for me. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm just underwhelmed by the whole thing in general. Yeah. So, and, and like, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is just... Uh, yeah, the only reason you know, I really want to see it is because of Renee Montoya. She's why good. her? Because uh, in the comics, she becomes the question. She becomes what? The question. Who the fuck is the question? You don't know the fucking question? Is there what? Or, or I'm gonna pause the exclamation podcast, mark? Right? Is there exclamation mark he's too? A, he has like no face and he's like he's a detective. Oh, yeah, okay. And his... Uh, she replaces him. His sidekick, the semicolon? Yeah, semicolon. <laughs> you don't know about him. Um, Comes out of nowhere. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I don't think they're, gonna, they're not going to go that route, no. but I just like that character. No, no, that's just I always love Rene Montoya. That's, in that's the too much of a deep cut. Nobody knows know. what the question is. <laughs> but um, I always love Rene Montoya in the animated series. Okay. And I like the actress playing her. I'm just like, okay. Who is I, it? It's, um... I forgot her name. What's her face? But she was from, um... She was the cop in, um... Pineapple Express. Uh, Sophie Perez. Yes. Yeah. Oh, she's great. Yeah. She's a great actress. So, Renee Montoya, Sophie Perez. Perfect match. It's like, yeah, it's like a Dreamcast. So, you know, Adrian, shut up. <laughs> we'll give you one thing. I'm just like, okay. Stop taking more. Right? Nah, I, the one thing I will say I'm, I'm like, excited about, Birds of Prey, we can get Harley Quinn's Hyenas. Yes. Oh, dude, that was awesome. Blue. I saw it. I didn't see the other one. But they only showed one hyena, but I'm excited, dude. No, That's... but she's getting both of them, though. Yes, I hope. Yes. Cause it's in the fucking poster. Head. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I did see the poster. Yeah, yeah. That, that was like the only nice Didn't poster Didn't they show that, that one out. shot where both of them are running and yeah. talking to some guy? See, so they did show both of them. Yeah, what I think are you talking all, about? all the other posters sucked but that poster. Yes. Every, oh, yeah, those posters were I don't like, appreciate her outfit, though. None of them. Yeah, like that golden yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I appreciate the pigtails. I'll tell you that. Yeah, those are great. But in, uh, but the golden outfit, I don't yeah. know. It's we'll a little see. funky. But yeah, I'm just happy the hyenas are there because that's like yes. But yes, I'll, I'll check it out. But eh. mm-hmm. but um. That's all I got. Uh, well, I got several news to unpack when it comes to Marvel. You bum, know bum, me, bum, bum. I'm a big Marvel guy. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, <laughs> first things first. Uh, did you hear? Because as we know, we talked about it in the last podcast, I believe. They're doing a, the Ms. Marvel TV show. Yes. And uh, eventually they're going to connect it to Captain Marvel, stuff like that. Yes. Do you hear who's in the running to play uh, Camilla? Um, oh, no. Who? Um, uh, why can't I think of her? What is it with me and fucking names today? But play Jasmine in the live-action Aladdin. I was just thinking that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, Naomi, yeah. Naomi Scott. Yeah. yeah. Naomi She's Scott. in the Charlie's Angels movie. Yeah. As you were describing in the running, I'm like, who could play her? Who could play her? I was like, Aladdin. The chick from Aladdin. Yeah, Naomi Scott's one of them, and the chick, wow. I don't know her name, but she plays Dora the Explorer in the live-action Dora. I would want her. I want someone younger. Yes, yeah, okay. that's the same thing, I think. Naomi Scott, she's great, she's but like, cool, she's kind of like, yeah. I would take the younger chick, because Camilla Khan's it's a kid. Yeah, she's a kid. I, I, so, it, it makes it more genuine when it's a kid freaking out, exactly. going like, oh, she has powers. Exactly, and then it would give potential for her to grow. You know, exactly. Grow, grow and, too. you know, go on to eventually lead up to the new Avengers. 
Yes. No, which would be awesome. And um, she's going to be the first character you play at in the, the Marvel game coming That's out. That's right. The first... She's the first character you start as. Really? Yeah. She starts the game. Because oh. she, like, she's like on a field trip to the Star Carrier or the whatever uh-huh. the Stark Expo is going on. And, and she's then, already going to be full on powers and yeah. everything? Oh. Well, she gets the powers there and then you, she, you play as her. Oh. Interesting. And then it leads on to the other characters. Huh. That's kind of cool. That's that is kind of cool because you know it's not just you're not stuck with one character, mm-hmm. you're you know jumping back and forth between all exactly. of them. Exactly. I wonder how many playable characters would it be if they do that. They dropped Hawkeye. They announced Ooh. Hawkeye was gonna be one. So there's more. There's gonna be more. There's an ad- announcing everything. This is not next year game, right? It is next year. February, right? I don't know. I think February. I want to say May. Anyway, I don't think May. Um, they're doing a Marvel announce. You know, because they're. You know, ever since they've announced uh, Disney Plus, Marvel, yeah. and stuff, they've been just dropping just news and just... They take, said they were. They're going to take advantage of Disney Plus like crazy. Mm-hmm. So one other thing they announced, uh, I don't think this is Disney Plus, but because now they're partnered with Sony and stuff like that, uh, Sony is doing a movie of Madam Web. And it's going to take place in the Spider-Verse universe. Yeah. Who's in the guy with Madam Web? Ooh, I don't know. First thing came to mind. I don't know why. No. Fuck. Shit. No. Maybe Helen Mirren? Ooh. (laughs) That's a good one. I was thinking her or fucking Gun Close. But Gun Close was an overprime. And I think she might be too expensive, but I was going to say Meryl Streep. I think she might be too expensive. I I was thinking her too, but I think she's too, like... I I don't want to say... Too joyful? Like, too, like... I don't know. Too light. That's the best way I can describe it. But she, Helen Mirren... Dude, would, Helen Mirren and Meryl Streep, I consider them, like, fucking... Like... They're amazing actors, but for yeah. Madam Web, I don't think Meryl Streep... Well, no, dude, you're right. No. No, she was. She would be great as Madam Web. Fuck yeah, dude. And it's gonna, they say it's going to be take place in the spider, yeah. Spider-Verse. My choice is Helen Mirren, sorry. No, did, no, no disrespect to Mel Street, but like, for me, I, I mean, that's the only one I could think of. Though I'm pretty sure I can think of somebody else, but you know, ooh, Betty White. <laughs> oh God, hey, don't, don't, don't bag on Betty White. Stop bringing her name out because we're getting close, and I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> She's still with us. Um, but yeah, um, Madam, uh, Madam Web, that I, I'll be, it's gonna be cool, and with the Spider Verse universe, and with is it just that, about her? I think so. But, you know, I don't think it's just about her, but I think she's going to be, like, one of the main central characters. Or it's going to be a Spider-Man movie and she's, like, integral in it. Yeah. I'm thinking that's what it's going to be. I'm just, I'm just, like, the Spider-Verse, they're going to have all the Spider-Mans fucking connect and she's going to be the well, one where they can Since be. they announced, maybe, uh, since they announced uh, Spider-Verse 2, uh, maybe she's, like, maybe she's going to be the main thing in it. Yeah. Because Spider-Verse 2 is so cut, it's coming out animated? April 8th. Yeah, it's an animated. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. because it's gonna be within the Spider Verse universe. Yeah, yeah okay. I think they're gonna, they're gonna have because of how Maguire, they're gonna have their own voices in there. Ooh, Andrew Garfield. Oh, they're gonna Tom do Holland? that. What? Yeah, they're gonna do that. Ooh, I think it's more easier for them to do that. They could pay. Oh, fuck yeah. They could pay to record like Tobey Maguire in his fucking bedroom. <laughs> just fucking say this. And we'll be yeah, out take here. this bag of money. Exactly. Get this little bit of cash. Just save these lines. So yeah, I see that happening. I see Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, they're all coming back. Miles Morales, all of them. All of them. Oh, shit. I see that happening. But yeah, 2022 is April 8th, 2022. was the official date for Spider-Verse sequel. 
Spider-Verse 2. So I'm I thinking the Madam Web movie. Because I watched that it'll, it'll Spider-Verse that. movie so many times, dude. Bro, that I, movie that I, movie was severely, severely unappreciated. Yeah, that no, movie should have... It won an Oscar, though, for it won, Yeah, movie. it won an Oscar, but I'm sorry, I'm sorry, as box office performance. Yeah. It was, like, severely underwater. It barely, it barely made, like, 400. But still, it's, 3, like... 400 around there. Yeah, still, but, like, it got the Oscar, so we Dude, know that where That movie, it's at. like, visually, just the visuals. Just I just love the story. I could just rewatch it. Ah, I just you love it. One of my favorite things about that movie is, like, you know, you, you get all these different, um, you know, Spider-Men from different universes, right? Yeah. Each one has their own animation style. That's yeah, one of my and, favorite it's, and, it, and it, it stays in that animation style. They don't change to adjust to where they're at. It stays in that yeah. style. That was. No That's way. why I love when the the Spider Ham gave him the hammer. It fits in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and that one scene when right before the final battle, when they're going down the elevator shaft and they're all jumping. Yeah. Spider Ham jumps and goes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh. That and was... then when he throws the bagel, you see the word bagel. Yeah. <laughs> Oh fuck it, Spider Ham! I want to rewatch this. I tonight. think they announced they're doing a spin-off with Spider Ham, a Spider Ham spin-off movie. Disney Plus? Uh, I believe so. No, no, no. Part of Sony. Oh yeah, you're right. But uh, that'd yeah, be great. Spider Ham uh, uh, spin-off. Like oh, a Looney Tunes kind of show. For hey, kids? I don't care. I'll take it. I'll watch it. Spider Ham. Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> um, what else I got? Um, uh, Ant Man three will introduce the Young Avengers. Is it going to be a movie or a show? Because I heard it was 50-50. I don't think they have fully decided on that yet. It's just like what they might do with, uh, what do they call it, the uh, Inhumans. Still still trying to decide what they're going to do with it. I heard... With they, the they're Inhumans, definitely going to go with it. They're going to do something with it. I heard it, it was going to be introduced in Miss Marvel. Mm, the, the Inhuman property. But like the actual Inhumans themselves, I mean, that's what I mean. Oh, like yeah. they're gonna like name drop them. They're like, oh, you're an Inhuman. They're, I don't think they're gonna make a movie. Like they're right? gonna acknowledge the Inhumans. They're gonna be side in characters in multiple movies, and then when an Avengers movie happens, then they'll show up. Well, I don't care. I, I want the Inhumans back. They deserve that justice. The show was okay. Uh, you know, I'm one of the few that actually enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, they could have been better. Yes, but I enjoyed it. I'm always okay with it. No, the I didn't watch it. I, I thought the cast was. Cool. I didn't watch any of it. It was alright. I'm not gonna say you're missing out. I only want to watch it because so dog. No, but and I think it's just because I'm a fan of the Inhumans. More I like reason the why I enjoyed it a lot. What was more. the name of the dog again? The little dog. Uh, teleport. Lockjaw. Lockjaw. That's the only reason why I wanted to watch. <laughs> the giant bulldog. The giant bulldog. But um, but yes. Yeah, so, uh, moving on. Uh, news for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They uh, started production, right? Yeah, Chris Evans is gonna be in it. Really? Yeah, in uh, old, two old episodes. Man, old yeah, man old Chris. man, old man Cap. It's probably gonna be he's gonna be there for like Still probably on like the bench. like moral advice and stuff. You know, since Fal probably he's gonna be like somewhere in the beginning and like somewhere in the end. But that's what I'm thinking because you know, obviously Falcon's gonna need some guidance yeah. starting. He's gonna be like the wise old man. Yeah. You know? When Falcon is like failing and feeling overwhelmed, it's like I can't do this, you know. Here comes old man cat. Listen, boy, you youngin. On your left. Yeah, so yeah, mostly it was gonna be, and also you know, cause Bucky's gonna, he's he's, cause this uh, uh, Steve Rogers not, not there in his life anymore. It's definitely gonna take you know. He's just not there. Gonna save him anymore. Yeah. They don't expect to save him now. Yeah, it's gonna take an emotional toll on him, so he's gonna you know. Uh, old man Cap, you know, 
ease him into mm-hmm. the whole thing and be like, hey, Falcons, your new Captain America, lean on him. Because I think there's going to be definitely conflict between both Bucky yeah, and Yeah, there's still going to be some you know? fighting and like, whatnot. So, a little squabbling between themselves. And I heard that um, Bucky said that uh, his arm from Wakanda has some features that haven't shown off yet. Yeah, which is exciting. Yeah, so Sebastian we'll Sand confirmed that for sure. And they're like, oh, it's more fancy than you think. I'm not a boring guy with this metal arm. I'm not a crazy <laughs> man. Um, and then they confirmed uh, from the Black Widow movie the actress Yelena Belova. Or the character Yelena Belova, which is Black Widow's sister. She oh, okay. will be in the show. And Uh-oh. as we know, Sharon Carter is going to be in the show as well. And I think, I, think, <laughs> I think she's going to be Bucky's new flame. She went, she went from one friend to another. Mm-hmm. What Makes a sense. What a bitch. But, uh, Did yeah, you see anyway. that meme of like freaking Cap seeing like a young Sharon? Like, this is my niece Sharon. And oh, Cap's like... Uh, <laughs> uh, hot. Right. That's going to be so weird. Yeah. And then um, Emil Blonsky's coming back. The oh. Abomination. Really? Yeah, he's going to be in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't know if he'll be as Abomination, but... They're probably going to show him locked up. They're gonna, they said Emil Blonsky will be in it. Huh. Yeah, probably a cameo. So, but just to maybe they're just there as a cameo to reference something's gonna happen in the future. Okay. okay. I, you know what? I would love to see the abomination come back in uh, She-Hulk series. That'd be cool. Like he escapes or something, or Hulk somebody, be in somebody there too. Like they, they team up. Ooh, yeah. Like he comes back, he's more pissed off, and he's like, "I already fought you, so I know how to fight you back." And then no. She-Hulk comes out, objection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty, guilty, bam! Uh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be dope. Uh, she was fucking like saying her moves and shit. Still, <laughs> I, I'm still, I'm still gonna stick with it. I want Rosario Dawson as She Hulk. I want her to be Jennifer. Very cool. You know, Marvel already said fuck you to the to the Netflix TV shows. So yeah, and the. You know, they're going to redo them and shit. Did well, you keep hear the, the actors ru- and fucking bring no, them back. No, did you hear the rumor that they're considering the saving Charlie Cox and Jessica Jones? Jones, yes. I, they're I'll saving, They're transferring those actors or keeping those you actors. You know who else is transferring? John Bernthal's Punisher. Are they? Yeah. They better, because that's yeah. like... Mm-hmm. He still wants to do that. Oh, fuck yeah. And he says... He, he, in his entire career, John Bernthal, his favorite character he's ever played is fucking Frank Castle. Like, come on. Fuck yeah. So, yeah, it's just like how Marvel feels about Ryan Reynolds continuing as Deadpool. It's what they feel as John Bernthal's mm-hmm. Frank Castle. And obviously, they're going to have to tone it down somehow because fucking Frank Castle is just such a it. brutal character. So, but yeah, no. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Falcon and the Winter Show. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. God damn it. Um, yeah, I'm excited because I, the, I really like what they did with the Abomination. You know, oh, they yeah. handled him really, really well. I just love that scene where he's just like running towards them. Oh, that they clash for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Like, he wasn't overdone. He wasn't underwhelming. It was he was, was just great. and they built him up well. Too. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they just like last minute. Oh, he's just gonna turn. No, like they built him up from the beginning. Yeah. It was good, and just that final battle, I thought it was great. It was really good. It was good. <clears throat> Moving on. Um... They Marvel confirmed because I it was a I think we talked about it when we did our Endgame spoiler review. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not Endgame. No, I can't. I think we, I know we talked about this though. Um, we actually we, we just talked about it lightly in a podcast because we both saw Far From Home, and then oh, yeah. in that end credits theme, 
where they it's revealed that Nick Fury wasn't Nick Fury; it was fucking it was Talos. Yeah, uh, it, Marvel confirmed what we talked about. What was a theory that we said? Oh shit! Talos has been Nick Fury since the end of the Winter Soldier. Remember when Nick Fury, quote unquote, died? Remember, and he tells Captain America, "Anybody looking for me, they can find me right here." And he points at the grave. Remember? Yeah. He's been Nick Fury since then. Really? Yeah. Remember, oh. we talked about this. We mentioned, like, we we said, how long has he been? And I uh, believe, I'm, I'm not sure if it was me or you who said that theory. We're like, I think it's been since then. And we said, oh, that would make sense because he, you know, faked his death. Whatever, yeah, whatever. he was hiding out. And if they really needed him, there you go. And Marvel confirmed, <laughs> yeah, Talos has been Nick Fury ever since then. They're listening to us, bro. Ooh, Marvel listened to his podcast. The one, two viewers oh. we got, it's one of them. Oh, it was the Russo brothers. <laughs> oh, the Russo shit. brothers, yeah. But yeah, Marvel confirmed that, which is awesome. And uh, I remember you sent me that picture of that Easter egg of the Hulk with the scar as a yeah. throwback. As a throwback? In Thor Ragnarok, for those who don't know what we're talking about, in Thor Ragnarok... Um, there's, there's a shot of Hulk yelling on the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah, and he has a scar in his chest. Mm-hmm. That was a throwback to the Incredible Hulk when the Abomination stabbed him with the bone yeah. on his chest. <clears throat> um, where, where was I going with that? There was a reason I was bringing that up. Um, God damn it. I sent you the picture of the Easter egg? Yeah, there was, there was a reason I was bringing it up right now. The symmetry? Huh? Little callbacks they do? Yeah, there was a... It was a different callback I was about to bring up. God damn it. Oh. My mind's not here for some reason. All right. I'll, it'll come back to me. I'm, I'm just going to come back to me. Um, Marvel, uh, the Marvel's New Warriors canceled the TV show. New Warriors. Were they doing that on Hulu? They were doing that on Freeform. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then Cloak and Dagger got canceled, too. Yep. And uh, that, originally... That I know. Because Cloak and Dagger was good. And... Out of all the of, of the shows, they kept the fucking the Runaways. Like, really? Yeah, that's on Hulu. And so, um, true. I think they're gonna get rid of that freeform platform. Oh, that's too bad. They should have just transferred the rights to somebody. I know, but Cooking Dagger was fucking. Oh, that first season. Oh, it's good. It was so good. good. It took me a while to get to it and get around to it, but I finally did. But it was good. Those actors and they were gonna do it. a crossover with both Cloak and Dagger and the, the Runaways. Runaways, and. They said they were going to expand on it, and when the new wars came in, cross over all three of them. Yeah. But no, they said uh, they only did the, the pilot, and just no uh, no network wanted to Figure pick it, it up. And so they just kind of... And it was, we were going to get fucking Speedball, Night Thrasher, Squirrel Girl, um... Who's the other guys? There was like five five or six of them that were going to do in this team. Mm. But, unfortunately... Not familiar with the new wars. It, it, not many people, but the one of the main reasons I'm familiar with the New Warriors is because the New Warriors in the comic books is through something that happens with them. It's the reason the first Civil War kicked off. Because mm. they're like a team of superheroes and they go around recording themselves doing heroic shit. Yeah, and then something they bad. Put, I remember that's how it started. Something bad. Something yeah, because like, they were chasing they blew up a house. And they were ch- no, they were chasing Nitro, this villain that blows up. Yeah, and he just exploded. Together. He exploded a school bus. Well, they yeah. were chasing him. And because of all these kids, innocent kids that died, that's what kicked off, you know. The registration yeah, act. Yeah, the registration act and all that stuff. <clears throat> I never. See, ah, damn it. It's bugging me the fact that I can't remember the Easter egg I was trying to bring yeah. up. Um, did you know Morgan Freeman, Ken Watanabe, and Bill Nighy 
were considered for the role of the ancient one? All of them would have been great. Yeah. If I had to pick out of those three, uh, Bill Nighy. Same. His voice. Yeah, Ken Watanabe would be great. No, I would I would have loved Ken Watanabe, but if I had to pick, Bill Nighy. Bro. Yeah. Bill Nighy would have been awesome as the ancient one. Oh, it would have been dope. But I'm so happy with... um. With uh, Tilda Swinton? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I love her. She's she's one of those actors that, you know, whatever she gets, doesn't matter. She's always yeah. going to fucking... I just loved how in Endgame she was helping out. Yeah, like that. Oh, how they that tied was, that, that in. That was, that was a really good scene. How they tied that in. Out. She was like... In the Battle of New house. York? Yeah. Yeah. And they like they showed like, where was she during the Battle of New York? Yeah. Oh, that was and great. And so it was cool. It was and, like, really said, cool to Tilda see. Swinton, yeah. Oh, anything she's in. She's always gives it a hundred ten percent. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. So Winton, yeah. She's. I'm surprised she hasn't done like more prominent roles like that. You know. Like, Have you seen her? A Storm lot of her stuff, huh? Have you seen Stormpiercer? No. Chris Evans is in it. I know. I know and that. I, I, I know about it. it, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, Tilda Swinton's in it, and she's like a totally different person. It's really? crazy. It's really the, great. The, the one thing that I remember her in like a lot because you know when I was younger. Is her in uh, Constantine? Yes. Remember, Gabriel. Yes, I recently rewatched it. Or yeah. Yeah. I, I, like that's the, that's the. I think that's when I fell in love with her. That's probably my yeah. earliest memory of her. I think that was like the first time. Like after this, I'll, I'll watch her in anything. And then I recently saw this other movie where she plays a witch. Um, Absence, Absentia, something like that. What it's called? I saw one where she was a vampire with uh, Tom Hiddleston. Really? Huh. I forgot what the movie was titled, but it was like a love movie. Mm. And I'm Tilda Swinton. I'm I'm happy they went with that choice. Yeah, um, she same. gave it 100 percent with the you know the shaved head and all that stuff. Yeah, but she oh, was great head. in that role too. <clears throat> that scene when she's about to die when she's talking to Strange. Mm. Oh, at the end, uh, when her spirit or whatever. Yeah, that was a great scene too. I'm 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 a little bummed they killed her off. No, I would have loved to have seen her like, in Doctor Strange 2 and They can bring like her that. back in like little Well, they are going to bring her back, you know, because of the whole multiverse thing. Yeah. You know, they, they already confirmed, yeah, she's going to come back. They'll, and it, it'll be in a way where... And she's going to Doctor Strange 2. Huh? They can bring her back in trippy ways because it's a multiverse of madness. That's what, I'm, that's what I was just explaining. Did you not hear me just you say that? You said the multiverse. Because they're doing the multiverse, they're bringing her back. Oh, it is confirmed. The this cool. guy. <laughs> Anyways, yes. Um, we get to see her probably gonna be like different versions of her probably some trippy ass versions Ooh. it's gonna be a scary movie that's what they said that's what, I can't wait it's gonna they're gonna put a lot of stuff I in it know. but they're gonna handle it I think I believe what they said what this what happens in this movie is gonna affect the rest of the MCU yeah. going forward which is awesome ooh hell yes I'm excited um they uh with the whole Netflix Marvel TV shows and all stuff and it's pretty much like said the MCU was like fuck those 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 were just alternate or whatever they decide to do with those like consider those and then because we said no they're, they're they confirmed they're going to bring back the Defenders mm-hmm. in some way or form and they already said they're going to keep Charlie Cox as their double and Jessica Ritter and just and um, it's, uh, Christian Ritter Kristen Ritter <laughs> I said Jessica so Kristen, Kristen Kristen whatever Kristen. Kristen, her as Jessica Jones and I don't think they're going to carry those uh, storylines uh, those story they're gonna do their own version of these that'd be cool but like I hope because those characters were great mm-hmm. they nailed the roles oh yeah and Charlie Cox oh he was fucking great that's there though 
you know, hats off to him. Mm-hmm. But um, avocados for hire. They, it's avocados a rumor. It hasn't been confirmed. But I hope it does. I hope it is confirmed because it would be freaking amazing to see this in Shang Chi. They're thinking of bringing in Iron Fist into Shang Chi, introducing him in there. At least like foot in the door kind of thing. They're probably gonna mention it. At how I would do it is Shang Chi goes to him for advice. Like he hears about a warrior or whatever and stuff like that. Or there, and I, he goes to him and finds the warrior and like you don't know who he is. He doesn't say his name or nothing. They just like some nickname like the warrior or whatever. I heard. And uh, then I like before he like leaves or whatever after he yeah. gets the advice he needs, he's all like, oh, and he does something and his hand goes or something. And you know, then you'll know, oh, it's fucking iron. or like somewhere in the background like he closes some kind of chest or something. You see the iron fist mask, something like that, so for us to know that's him. But without really, you know, maybe do like a shadowy figure where we don't see his face. Something. I heard rumor in the Shang-Chi movie there's going to be like an underground tournament. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, what if he shows up in there? What if he's in the tournament? Ooh. And he gets like fighting advice or yeah. something? That'd be dope. <clears throat> or he sees him in the audience like looking for like, he's, he's, like, he's like doing his own storyline, but it's like a side yeah, thing. Just cross paths yeah. briefly. Just, yeah, you know he's, he's doing his own shit, but like you don't know what adventure he's going on. But he passes uh, through the movie. That would be a great way to introduce that. Because I would love that. That would be so sick. I, that's one of the... I People didn't, but I actually did enjoy both season one and season two of Iron Fist on Netflix. Two better than one, yes. But I really... I, I mean, would the love Iron to see Dance? Cause, like, there was I don't care around. what you Look. people call it. It was still very good. I was I enjoyed it a lot. And um, Well, I'm glad he has one. And the man. fact that they... <laughs> that they both Luke Cage and Iron Fist ended in fucking cliffhangers pissed me the hell off. Yeah. Oh. Like, fuck. And we're not going to get to see the ending of those things. Nope. God damn it. And um, Marvel confirmed and they said they they don't care. Disney money, fucking, that's deep pockets. Yeah. They're spending $150 million per episode on all the different shows. Their budget is about $150 million. Yeah, it's like, it's like pretty much cinematic TV. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna get top quality shit. And that Loki TV show too is coming. I'm still, I'm still a little iffy about it. I'm like, it's one of those things. Like, do we need it though? Nope. But we're still I think it's, it. it's just one of those things where it's just, oh, the fans love Loki. Oh, we're just gonna give him. Yeah, let's, because let's throw like, him a bone. he kind of started the Avengers. He's the reason why the Avengers are together. It doesn't fucking matter. He's dead. Let him He's be dead. dead. They're just trying to keep the character relevant. That's how I see it. No. It, it, the only way I see that for me to enjoy this, it better be a good fucking TV You're still going to watch it. I am going to watch it. Then fucking Marvel, of course I'm going to watch it. Yeah. That'd be kind of stupid of me not to watch it. Be like, oh, just because... I'm not saying I don't like Loki. I'm just saying I don't think you need it. You're TV just tired show. of Loki. Yeah. Let him, that fucking character die. Well, then let then him be enjoy dead. Loki. <laughs> no, I'm you. still going to watch it. Fuck it. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> complaining about the show. I'm just saying I don't what think are we you needed about? it. Huh? What are you talking about then? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I don't know, never mind. I'm, I'm just saying I don't fucking think we needed it, but we're gonna get it anyway, so yeah. I'll just enjoy it. <laughs> Fuck. But anyway, that wraps up my news. So brings me to a quick little segment. I wanna call this the random ta- tangent segment because I've been having random thoughts and I want some I want to ask you. Alright, okay. <clears throat> We both freaking love Doom Patrol, right? It was awesome. Oh my god, yes. And I can't wait for season two. One, our, one of our favorite things that we both agree on that we love is fucking Alan Tudyk as Mr. Negative. Mr. Nobody. I'm sorry, Nobody. 
how fucking awesome was he as Mr. Nobody? He was just perfect. He just awesome. like every time he was on scene, he just chewed up the role. He's like, exactly. he's having so much fun. His with presence it. in it was just fucking awesome. And what uh, Alan Tudyk did with the character was just It just awesome. felt great. So, oh, natural and all that. I just wanted to get your what your thoughts on or your opinion is on what I'm about to ask you is, you know, his career goes back a while. What has been your favorite Alan Tudyk role? Whether it be voice work or, you know, whatever. But Alan Tudyk involved. I finally Because one thing I read that was pretty interesting to me was, because I don't know if you know this or if you remember this, he played the villain in Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, yeah, he was the voice. King Candy. Ever since his role as King Candy, he has been in every single Disney animated movie. He's had a role. Because he's just that talented. And so I was just thinking, like, what is already, your favorite Alan Tudyk role? I already know your fucking role. I bet you you don't. I'm going to guess. Okay, I want you to guess. That, but chicken, first, that chicken from Fucking Hey Hey No. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> fucking love Hey Hey. He's That's funny. That's all you could fucking talk about when that movie fucking came out. It Because it was funny. It was funny, but like but, you were like obsessed with that chicken. Because it was that <laughs> fucking funny. But no, that's not my favorite. Close. Oh, yeah. Close. It was a runner-up. But no. I recently, I didn't recently, but a couple years back, I watched Firefly for the first time. Firefly? Oh, the show. He was a pilot. That's right. That's right. And he was really great in that show, too. But is it your favorite Alan Tudyk role? Like, he, I, like I said, whether it be it was a supporting voice, doesn't matter. I loved him in Rogue One. As a, the, what's the name of the, the robot? robot? What's the name of it? K2SO. K2SO, yeah. How yeah, he was good. Fuck him. He was good. He was good, yes. Yeah. I agree. His personality was great in that mm-hmm. droid. I have the collectible of it, like a statue. That's fucking dope. And uh, hopefully he's back in the Diego Luna show. The Diego Luna's getting a show, remember? That's Cassian? right, Captain Cassian. Yeah, Cassian. Uh, he has to be back. Yeah, so... Okay, that's his droid. Yeah, I He love, has to be back. Or how they meet. Oh, that'd be so sick. Yeah. How he reprogrammed them I and love shit. that droid. So I, I want to go with that, K2SO. That's K2SO? I don't know if you remember this, or I don't even know if you knew this was Probably him. Not. He was Sonny. An iRobot. I think I heard about that, but I, yeah. Uh, yeah, him as Sonny and iRobot. Ah, <sighs> yeah, that was, that was for a good me, role. it was a good role. Like, the personality he gave Sonny. The performance he gave. Yeah, because he did the motion capture as well. Ah, I can see his like, face on there. Because one of the things is about, about, about the role for him as Sonny is that it doesn't even sound like him at all. No, no. Well, he's young. Very definitely, he's sure, like, for he sure. Was super young then. But uh, yeah, him as Sunny, and the only reason why this question, this tangent, came into my head is because I recently saw iRobot. That's why. That makes sense. But, but yeah, uh, I was like, a good choice. I was like, because I was watching, I was like, who the fuck plays Sunny? I never thought about. You know, Will Smith is in it. Oh, who's like the voice of Sunny? Who does it? Yeah, I was like, who the fuck is, who plays Sunny? At? I don't remember. And I looked at it, I was like, oh shit, Alan Tudyk. That's crazy. But yeah, like him, like the just. For me, the personality he gave, and just like that, just the consistency of his voice as mm. as Sunny, you know, like it just add an, an extra level of, for lack of a better word, awesomeness to the character that Sunny was, and just the movie was like, that's so yeah, like K two S L, like why is she gonna go? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just brings like a he just like brings a great depth. personality and character depth. to it. Yeah, even Hey Hey as the fucking chicken, <laughs> him clucking. He's still <laughs> Hey Hey. Ask anybody, <laughs> Hey Hey. <laughs> I 
I want to watch that movie now. Again. Dude, just for Hey Hey, no, I'm telling you. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> him clucking. Alan Tudin clucking. That's his role in fucking Moana. Him clucking. And that was like no words. And that was your favorite No motion capture. That was your favorite part of the movie. Dude, it was fucking funny. Okay? <laughs> it was fucking funny. And it was like, it, I was literally laughing out loud. You were crying. You no, know, I wasn't just like, haha. No, I was like. I know you were. You no, know, to the point where I was like, like losing my breath because the shit <laughs> fucking chicken did. And it was Alan Tudor doing the clucking. Oh Come my on. god, I can't believe you. Hey, it was good. <laughs> it came as a close second. I would have said yes if I didn't see... I probably would have said hey. I was like, this if I didn't see iRobot recently, I probably no, would have said that. No, I'm like, that. this is an excuse for him to talk about the damn chicken again. <laughs> this is why he's bringing it up. He's making a whole segment you just to talk me. about hey. <laughs> I'm going to think of a different way to bring it up next next time we do this segment. Right? Oh my god. So, what's your favorite movie animal? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> But yes, um, so <clears throat> we're finally done with the news. Woo! What we want to talk about, Joker. Yeah, we want to deep dive in this guy. Because this is this movie that is not just us, but I'm pretty sure you go online anywhere and type in Joker, Joaquin Phoenix, Todd Phillips, either one of those three. Yeah. You're going to get a shit ton of news, information, breakdowns, discussions, theories, which is, I have a couple of theories. That I want to discuss too. But one thing today. we're not going to do, we're not, this movie, like, uh, the number one question everybody asks, is it better than Heath Ledger? It's like, no, you it's can't its, compare. it's his own thing. Yeah, you it's can't really thing. compare. And the reason why you can't compare it is because this is a standalone Joker movie. Mm-hmm. This was, Joaquin was at the center of this entire movie because it was his, him, his character. Heath Ledger was not the main character in the Dark Knight. And his his yeah, Joker he, served a different story. Yes, and he was just like I said, not a main character. Exactly. So, and like the amount you can't compare the amount of scenes Heath Ledger did to what Joaquin did. Joaquin got an entire fucking two hour movie. Mm-hmm. Probably you put all those Joker scenes together is like what forty minutes, probably give or take. You know, is nowhere near. What so yeah, this we just was. can't so compare. It. Can't compare. When I hear that question, I'm just like. I can't, can't no, answer I can't it. tell you, no. <laughs> but, and we're not going to break down the movie scene by scene by scene, no. Because no, we just want to give our thoughts on it. When the reason we're giving a spoiler warning now, if you haven't seen it, I don't know what the fuck you've been doing with your life. Well, I think you with. had us seen it because it's like the number one R-rated horror. Yeah, horror, of all time horror, as far time. as money-wise. And yeah. also, it was like for like, what, two weeks? It was the number one movie in the world? Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants to see this. The hype around this movie was Phenomenal. It was mm-hmm. like to the point where it was like unbelievable, yeah. but in a good way. And then even all the controversies people even made because of this movie. Yeah, there's some dumb ones. Did you hear that on the news, like actual new world news? In some of like, there's like other, you know, there's always protests and shit going around the world and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I believe in Syria. I might be wrong, but it wasn't one of those Middle Eastern countries they're doing protests against the government. People actually put in Joker makeup. In oh this protest, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It was like, that is crazy. like, cause I understand it why because you know what the Joker represented in this movie. Yeah, you know, he was like the beginning of pretty much the beginning of a revolution. You know, he started something, he stirred shit up, and so in these countries in real life, real world, they're taking the issues. Is they're taking just that idea of what he represented in the movie, kind of like what they did with the guy Fox in uh, V for Vendetta, the the mask. Mm-hmm. What the 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 mask was based off, Guy Fox. You know, he started oh, yeah. a revolution. You know, take down Parliament and the reason why and all that stuff. You know, is the 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 common, you know, man against 
the government tyranny and shit mm-hmm. like that. So that's when one of the things that that took away from this movie is you know the the small man, the little man fighting yeah. back, you know. And for so, but obviously with all the other shit that came along with it, yeah. you know, not just that. So first things first, I wanna. I don't know if you caught this. You said you saw the movie, what, twice? Yes. I already saw it three times. Bastard. One of the things I noticed on the third time I saw it, it was something that, because every time, I, I saw it the first time, it was just to, just to enjoy the fucking movie. Yeah. To be blown away, and I was not disappointed at all. Yeah, you Though, can't be. You know, from beginning to end. But the third time I watched it, I noticed, that's when I was, I was really there just to dissect it. You know, to, mm-hmm. just to stare at stuff going around. One thing I noticed, in the scene where he's in the psych hospital. Yeah. In the scene where he, I believe it's when he's putting on makeup or something. There's three scenes where you see a clock in the background. It is the same exact time in British clocks. Oh. Yeah. And so I was thinking, you know, because the movie starts with him talking to somebody. The and, then, right? and then at the end of the movie, it's him talking to somebody. One of my main theories I took away because of that clock being that time was the movie was the entire movie his a memory like him remembering, or was the entire movie um, in his mind as he's talking to the psychiatrist? Uh, like a a fantasy. Yeah, you know, like, like a daydream. Him, yeah, of, like him, him just... making it up. Because if you notice in the movie, Joaquin Phoenix is in the entire movie. There's yeah. no scene where the show like two other characters talking or two other characters it's just Joaquin it's him so there's no way you can say like oh it's real or like it's happening because that scene is happening no, over there with two all crazy. just focused on him him like him walking him doing this him doing that him doing this so it's him the int- like him at the center of the screen the entire movie mm-hmm. so like it got me thinking I was like could it be a memory could it be him just him retelling his story of, or a fantasy or something like could it all have been the whole movie in his mind my theory is that by the time he's talking at the very end to the psychiatrist, the yeah. last one, like, it's already, like, Batman, like, already, like, kind of the present day. Okay. Because I was reading theories that, like, if you look at the, when he's talking at the very end, he already kind of looks, like, older. Yeah. He looks kind of different. Like, already time has kind of passed. Yeah. So they were thinking, like, what if that's already present day, and then Batman's going to start emerging on the streets. Oh. So they kind of line it up. Hmm. And, like, another reason why I thought of theory of him that's in his head because I believe in the beginning when he's talking to the first psychiatrist he ha- he was already in a mental hospital because they even showed like a little image of him banging his head remember against the door yeah and he was wearing the white outfit and stuff like that so he's already been to Arkham mm-hmm. and so that's why I was like is it him you know it's just it's just in his head it's possible and then and because you know a lot of things and another thing that they show in the movies he imagines shit mm-hmm. he like pictures himself doing other shit that never really happened like with the whole relationship with the chick yeah you know I thought for like that was I a pretty cool it. twist yeah I believed yeah, it I was like, when okay, it happened okay. I, I, and then when they me. show that no it was just him in his fucking head yeah I was like, happy that got me I was like oh yeah yeah so um that scene when he's in the when he breaks into the theater to talk to Thomas Wayne yeah this is another reason why I think, like, this whole movie, could he imagined it? You know, he confronts him in the bathroom, and then Thomas Wayne's a punch him in the face. And then, like, the scene, and then, like, the way that scene ends, you know, Thomas Wayne walks out, and he goes to the, you know, he's laughing, 
and he goes to the to the sink and he's like leaning on the sink he's bleeding in the sink it cuts immediately to a shot of him standing the exact same way but he's in his apartment did that scene with Thomas Wayne really did happen mm. yeah that's what I was like ah. another theory is like what if it was real and Thomas was like I'm not gonna admit to you like I'm not gonna confirm that you get the mm. fuck out of here you're crazy that, but that would kind of piss off fans though like, but she did have a letter. Batman and Joker are half brothers. Yeah, but it's totally like a Elseworlds type thing. It's not gonna true. Not... Obviously, not the main continuity storyline. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah, no, that scene when he finally, you know, embraces the Joker. Yeah, like that's you know, what I loved about it. No, like <clears throat> like he embraces the Joker, but it's like it's a Joker movie without actually being a Joker movie. Like you know, when you watch these superhero movies, you know you're in a superhero movie. Yeah. It's like this movie, it doesn't feel at all like a comic book movie or no, like they name drop stuff, but it doesn't feel like it. Like when he puts the whole smile, yeah, like that's the oh, Joker that's smile, but a, like it's such a epic scene. Like yeah, like, but it was so. like it's like that's a Joker moment, but like he's not trying to be the Joker. Like he's yeah. not trying like ha ha, I'm the clown, pisser clown. Like he's no. just being like he's like what the character he's embracing yeah. the chaos. Yeah, everything that he created. We're watching this guy mentally break down, unintentionally created. Yeah, you know, and like that line he says, you know, fi- people have finally started to notice me. You mm-hmm. know, and he like embraces that, and then like just that scene, like obviously when he's in full makeup for the first time, yeah, and everything, that was awesome. You know, that dance scene and shit, or the yeah. part when he's like when he breaks into the chick's house and you kind of it reveals that she wasn't really real. She's yeah. like, get out, and she's like, I'm having a bad day. That's like a whole. That's a Joker. Like that, that's like Fuck from the it. comics. Yeah, that and it's like it doesn't even awesome. like. Yeah, and it's like not even trying to intentionally be that, mm-hmm. but it just happens throughout the story. Yeah, you get like, Joker moments in yeah. a movie that's not trying to be a Joker movie. Yeah, but it's just no, it's Joker, but it's Joker, but like it's not like, really. It's more, it's like it's way more natural and realistic. And one of my favorite Joker moments, like actual, I, I would say, is a really, really good Joker moment because it was actually the whole scene itself was well directed. Yeah, well acted. The sh- the lighting and the way it was shot was when he was putting on the makeup for the first time. But he just has the mm, white face. Yeah. You know, and those two guys that he worked with came in. That whole scene that leads up to, like, he killed the guy and shit. And he's just laying there. <laughs> like, the midget is over there. Oh, and that, my God. For me, it yeah. was a joke moment when he, like, tell him, oh, you can go. But he's, like, can't reach it. But then he just kisses him on the forehead and lets him go. Yeah, that's a total fucking really, Joker like, moment. Yeah, the moment because like when he's like he's like um, he's like Arthur, I can't. He's like the way he responds, he's like, yeah, what's going on? Like yeah. he's like in there like in blood. He's yeah, like, yeah, what's going? Yeah, that's what I noticed yeah. too. That's why like, oh, I love about it. Oh my bad. And he gets a uh, yeah. Like you no, when he tries one. to cross his leg, he just goes boom and tries to grab him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, ah. he's yeah. all scared. Like, he's like, you were the only one that was nice to me. Kisses him on the forehead and just unlocks it. There you go. I thought he was gonna like. Stab him in the back or something, but no. Was like, but that, that was perfect because he didn't was know it was going to happen. That was a fucking Joker moment. Yeah, you know, he didn't know Joker it was going to happen. But that's it was something just, Joker yeah. would fucking do. But just the way he responded, like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, oh, it's locked? My bad. And he was like, oh, he was an asshole. But he's like covered in blood and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was just great. And um, a lot of people were like worried. Like, one of the things that a lot of people were worried about is, oh, it glorifies violence. I'm like, no, it's not. Like in Deadpool is more violent than this movie. Yeah. You know, and then people cheer him for what the shit he does in there. And so it's just this one because it's about a villain. <clears throat> and it's just, I think all of those, like, negative things people say is just because people were not fans of it. 
people no. don't know about it. Exactly. They didn't know about it. So that's the way the Joker's always been. He's mm-hmm. a fucking psycho, you know, fucked up in the head person. Exactly. And so, and like, everything he does, it justifies who the Joker is. Mm-hmm. And, like, the violence in it is just very, very brutal. And gritty. Yeah. It's, like Yeah, it's real. And, and then that, that whole final scene when he's in the talk show. Oh. Jeez. That scene was, yeah, that scene just was something else. blows fucking Robert Nero's face off. Bam. Damn. That, and then now how he gets up laughing and he walks to the camera and says something before the camera cuts <laughs> off. They see that they tackle him though, right? They don't. They oh, show. See that. Don't they show that like he gets tackled? No, I don't remember that. Yeah, cause that's how they put him in the cop car. They tackle him. Fuck, I don't remember that. Yeah, cause he's like talking blah blah, blah and they see those people. I don't remember. I, I just remember so. the the image like cuts off. That's all I remember. Either that, but I think he gets tackled. I think that's how I kind of laughed. Gotta just go like, watch it again. Yeah, we gotta watch <laughs> it again. But yeah, no, this movie is just like. It was on another level. It was another level. Todd Phillips' writing, gee, it was so brilliant. And then, obviously, you know, Joaquin Phoenix, you know, I knew from the beginning this guy, like, oh. It's like you watch someone descend into madness or you saw someone's mad day. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. Because we didn't know what was going on. But it was done just so freaking It should have ended with, like, Harleen applying. (laughs) (laughs) Like, new applicant? Wouldn't, wouldn't that be awesome like in that final scene where he's talking to the psychiatrist it, it was like it would you just see like her the name, name tag. tag like she didn't even say her name just see her name tag Quinn, Quinn. Dr. Quinn Dr. Quinzel that would have been a great way to you know cause the, as, they, as they do like all these you know, that's how they just, that's how know, they start the universe like mentions to other stuff like how yeah. they did the the Martha Wayne Thomas Wayne yeah. dying you know yeah, that, that was, was great too how it started like, I wasn't, like, ready, like, I, I knew it was going to happen, but then, like, all of a sudden, when the the riots are going on, then you got the theater, and they start walking out, I'm like, oh, crap, oh, it's crap, like, yeah, and like, yeah, like, how they connected everything, it and was like, just, to show him imagining Bruce Wayne, like, sad, he's just laughing about it, yeah, oh, uh, man, dude. the oh, symmetry, the, there's been many, like, superhero themed, they related movies, for me, one of the awesome things in these movies when the character finally, you know, accepts who he is and they wear their costume suit mm-hmm. or whatever for the very first time, I would put the Joker or when Arthur Fleck finally embraces the Joker. You when know, dancing down the stairs. Yeah, that song. For me, that scene itself is probably one of my, definitely one of my favorite little donning of the suit. I like the song they scenes. play too. It's just, it works so perfectly. It was just great, and then. And then, and the song wasn't even really even playing, which just added another level to the whole thing. Yeah. It's just all in his fucking head. That was freaking. It was perfect. It was, it was a great movie. Great, great. And like the fact that how they took all the not fantastical but kind of unreal elements of how jo- the, the Joker went from a really regular human being to the Joker in the comic books. Mm-hmm. You know, he fell into a tub of acid. And the acid made his hair green, made his skin white, made his lips red. That's the reason he looks the way he looks, yeah. because of the acid. I like how they took all of those elements and brought it into a real-world setting. It made it, like, natural. Like, he was a Joker, but he wasn't, like, trying to be the Joker. That's what I loved about it. And, like, it's a, like, it's a character piece that, you know, they took. The, what if this comic book character was in real life? Mm-hmm. What kind of real-world elements can we use? And, or give him to make it 
believable. Exactly. You know? Instead of a tub of acid that did that to his skin, hair, and nails, lips, it's just a, a dude that puts on makeup. And the same thing with the laughter. Like instead of having just some just a dude that randomly laughs, oh, just because yeah, he wants condition. to, it's a mental condition, and it's a real life. They use the real life mental condition yeah, that actually exists in real life. And Joaquin Phoenix, he studied people who for, had it right for weeks about people. He he would see videos, read about it, and stuff like that. And I think he even met one or two people who actually had it, and so he can learn their mannerisms. And like for me, one of the best like uh, how you can say he's a really good actor. There's scenes when he's doing the laughing. Because, you know, he, they give him the laughter when he gets anxious, yeah. sad, or scared, or something like that. Like, when he's feeling a certain sort of way, emotionally, that's what causes the outburst of laughter. Mm. When he, he's, like, covering his mouth and he's laughing from, like, the nose down, it's him laughing, but from the nose up, his eyes, you can see the expression in his face of him actually sad, crying, tearing up, like, like oh, shit, you know, he's not really laughing, he's fucking... You know, he wants to cry, but all he can do is laugh. Mm. And just that, that they, Joaquin Venus was able to portray that, to show that. It's like, this actor, he did his homework. He did good. It was just, oh, fuck. I know. I actually, I can't wait to see it again. Right? I can't wait to see it again. It's it's just one of those movies that's just so good you can watch it over and over and over. And there's like something new every time lately. Yeah. Every time we're watching it, there's always something new we take from it. We're like, whoa, I did not notice that. So, and so. Little tidbits. One thing I, I think I want to watch <clears throat> to look out for when I watch it again. You know how like uh, when, the, the, when his manager calls him into the office to talk to him to the first time? Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember he tells him about the sign thing. Yeah. Remember, like, that whole scene? He's like, oh, but I got beat up. I got, you know, they mm-hmm. broke it. I don't have it because, you know, the kids broke it. I wonder if that scene was also not real. Did that happen too or not? And so what I'm I'm going to try and do when I saw you mm-hmm. see it again, like when they show shots of him in his apartment, if I see the sign somewhere in there. Ooh, you're right. So, like, you know, because this is what, that way this movie is shot is, like, makes you think, like, that really happened or not right so it's like always like, like little strings yeah. they just the way like sometimes the way the shots show up and how mm-hmm. they're cut and they transition you're like you know like does that happen I'm gonna look into not? when Bruce Wayne uh, where Thomas Wayne punches him and he's in the mirror and yeah he's back in the- I'm gonna like look say, out like, for that the way scene. how he looks up goes up to the mirror after Thomas Wayne punches him and the scene changes and he's in his apartment he's in the exact same position you know uh, before he goes into the freaking refrigerator mm. I gotta check it out well, that was a funny scene. <laughs> but man, I don't. I'm just. I was just thoroughly blown away by this movie. It was great. You know, it was it, really great. I knew it was gonna be good, but not this good. It was just. Oh, fuck yeah. It was really great. I can't wait. And uh, sadly, you know, Joaquin Phoenix doesn't like sequels, so they say you know. You know, and the, whatever your theories are, whatever you believe, whatever you want to think about it, it's all up to interpretation of yeah. the viewer. And even Todd Phillips said, you know, I did that shit on purpose because I want you to think. You know, that's when you know it's a good movie where you're still thinking about it as you walk around the movie. You're you're thinking a lot. Like, this is like what we're doing. All these theories, all uh, what we think might might not have happened, what might might not have been in the movie. This is what a movie is about. This is what a movie is supposed to do to you. Mm -hmm. It's not just like a beginning, middle, end. This happening because this, this happening because that, and that's it. 
just you know, gets you thinking about where it gives you questions and answers in the movie. No, I like a movie that gives you questions and those questions lead to more questions. Mm -hmm. And then those questions, even more questions. Exactly. That's what a movie's supposed to do. And this movie is just, I don't, I, I don't have any negatives. I can't think of any negatives. Maybe if I keep thinking a, a little more, maybe. But as in, from an entertainment oh, point of view, <laughs> from a from a viewing point of view, no. It was just great all around. Mm -hmm. You think Oscar worthy? I have to get something. Which one do you think? I don't think it's gonna get Best Picture. No. Maybe. I think they're probably gonna give it to some indie movie. That's what they've been doing. Best screenplay, I can see that. Best editing. Ooh. I want to say best editing because all the cuts and shit. Maybe um. Uh, Best um, sound soundtrack would it be soundtrack? But cause cause of the well, music in it adds yeah because every time we dance, they play some really good music. I don't think so because of that. I'm saying the, the entire sound mixing in general, you Maybe. Know, even for like the quiet scenes and stuff like that. Yeah. So, best Maybe. actor, what do you think? I think it'll be nominated when I win. Mm. Who do you, who do you think would win? Oh, I think. I can't even think of the movies right now, so I will have to. Lighthouse? Hey. You still haven't seen it, so you can't say that. I don't know, just drop it. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr., Frankie. Right. There's a campaign going on for that, you know? He said no. He was like, don't, don't do anything for me. Mm. He doesn't want it. doesn't want that publicity. Why not? I don't think he Fans thinks, are going to do it anyway. Yeah, but like, I don't think he sees Iron Man as like a role he wants an Oscar for. Mm. That's what a person who wants an Oscar would do. Yeah, exactly. Or a person who would win an Oscar would do. He's like, I don't want to demand it. I want you to just like, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he wants to do. But we'll see. But, so, what do you rate this movie? Oh, it's like definitely 10. 10 out of 10, right? I don't, I, like I, said, I, don't do, I don't go out of 10. 4 out of 4 for me, sorry. 4 out of 4? I don't do the 4 things. I don't go that high. That's too much. Special, There's huh? too much of a, that's too much of a gap. Like, what's a 6? What's a 3? What's a 7? Oh, I see. A six is a traditional four. Ah. That's how Roger Ebert did it. <laughs> oh, oh, in honor of our Roger Ebert. Uh, Roger Ebert. Yeah, like I always go into him for reviews, so I just stick to his grading. All right, system. so I don't know if it's his grading system, but I just stick to that. Okay, well, in honor of Roger Ebert, four stars. A ten out of four. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking great. <laughs> that was a perfect joke. So yeah. But yeah. So, what do you guys think? Do you guys have theories of the joke? How many times have you seen it? Not more than me. Probably not. Most likely. Probably. <laughs> the super dry hard fans yeah. for sure. It's a high grossing movie. Some people saw it multiple times. Mm -hmm. But guys, better not steal my theories. Right? Let us know what you think. Let us know what theories we made that we can know that we called them out here first. And what are your theories? I want to hear what you guys' theories are for sure. This yeah. is about this movie is definitely some conversations. Like talking about it. Conversations I would love to have. So tell me your theories. I would love to hear what you guys think. All right. So until next time. That's another week of Broscope. Peace out. Peace.